Hey everyone, today is Tuesday, the 1st of February, 2022. This is The Gap, episode 600. I'm Luke Laurie. Job Geroy's here. Six Nathan Lawrence is joining. 600. 600. 600. What's episodes. that in Roman numerals? Uh, Fuck. 600. That'll do. What? <laughs> is there a no. C in there? Surely yeah, we've got I, some I people that are going to upset by that. They'll be yelling at the whatever they're listening to this through. Like what, it's, it's, it's DC. It's obviously five D. So D is half, half a, <laughs> half a century. Half a right, that's the half that's the name of the podcast. DC. So it's DC. the best. It's the best comic company. Then okay, ah, that's yeah. good. That's yeah, fitting. Yeah, well done, Luke. Sense. Good intro. Perfect. Hmm. Easy. Hmm. Six hundred episodes. That's crazy. That's what like fucking I don't know, fifteen years or some shit. Ridiculous. It's it's not, but yes. <laughs> I don't fucking know. It's fifteen know. Roman numerals. No. <laughs> X something V. X V. X V. No, it's not. That one's You're too easy. <laughs> that one's way too easy. You're gonna get this whole subset of Roman numerals lovers like subscribing. <laughs> yeah. 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 Finally, that's Yelling where the cash us. is. That's where the money's at. That's how Joe Joe Rogan makes his millions. Joe Brogan. All right. I I've tried oh. that. I've tried that. A little bit. Joe Bogan is what I was going for. But works attracts. Sadly, I couldn't couldn't carry it. I'm not I'm not Bogan enough. When did you start? How many years ago, Luke? You'd know this. It was two thousand and nine. Right. Thirteen years. Thirteen years. X I I I Nice. Well that video game. Oh yeah, the remake, not the original. Oh, or, no, no, definitely the original. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Nate's here to help us celebrate 600 and also because uh, otherwise it's going to be a really shit episode. It was going to be a really shit episode. No way. Holy shit. It was just going to be oh, like yeah. the good old days, right, where you used to play that one game that you're going to talk about. <laughs> I don't even remember playing that one game that we talk about the entire oh. time. Well, I don't remember. Yeah. You know me. I'm good for two hours. Because I wiped all of my memory. I I don't remember doing the podcast last week. It's gone. Like it's just a blank. And then I've been playing. Now, what through. happened? <laughs> Went around to Luke's. Right. I brought a board game. It's still in its plastic wrapping. Wait, you brought a board game to my place? Yep. He always does I this. He this. takes a board game everywhere. It's like the yeah. way of his people. It's he doesn't give it to you. You don't get it? to keep it, but he just brings it. He's like, here is a new board yeah. game that I will open. We, sh- we shall play this. <laughs> yeah. We and then we'll play. read. We shall never play this. Read two hours this. into the instructions and then go, okay, fuck this. <laughs> it's, uh, it's actually a great like dishonor on your family if we do wind up playing the board game. It means you're boring right. as fuck, yeah. right? Like- That's what it means. It's, it's basically, <laughs> oh, geez. Wow. Uh, no, it was Dune Betrayal. Which is basically uh, the guy who made uh, Resistance, uh, that card oh. game. He made a Dune game. And was that so like I've been that? Wanting to play it for fucking ages. What was that game we played that time where we all ganged up on you, Joby? Wait, I have to uh, narrow it down. To fucking how to narrow it down? <laughs> the the global Us. pandemic? No, was it a global <laughs> one where we could take over different countries and like oh, getting risk? This, was it Risk? Risk Legacy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that was Risk Legacy. Is that, it like that? That, that, time, that time when you all ganged up on me, that was Risk Legacy. I mean, uh, how many yeah. times has it been? Like twice maybe? 
Three. Well, there's there was that. There was the King's the King's one where you all ganged up on me. He's got it all. He's got all locked in. Yeah, he's got a book. Let I'm me check my book. See, and you're like, Gloomhaven I don't have anything to talk where, about. I'm like, I'll just uh, poke the bear. And like, I went and got the chest, and somehow that was a big enough fucking offense to warrant being left to die over and over and over again. It was a total uh, squirrel play, and you know it. It wasn't a squirrel play. We had to get to the fucking chest before we ran out of fucking moves. Someone had to do it. I had the ability to walk 15 fucking tiles. Nobody else was going to get to do it. Fucking Dougie Doug is all like, oh, I wanted to get to the chest. Motherfucker, you didn't have enough moves to make it there anyways. At least we got the chest. Anyway. Why did we play that game? <laughs> Like, seriously. Stamina system, though, is, like, the worst thing about that. On a long enough timeline, you just get exhausted and then you're done. Like, the game game ends because you were too stupid or too unlucky to have counted the amount of cards that you have relative to the amount of moves to get it done. I just like to imagine the, the storytelling experience of how that ends. Uh, and after you parry the giant bugbear's mighty blow, uh, you feel, uh, like a nap and, uh, you, you just go to sleep. Actually, that's it. Uh, we won't tell you what the bugbear does to you after you go to sleep. Uh, and the rest of your party, they're asleep as well. Anyway, start again. Uh, yeah. Stupid shit, man. Uh, yeah, I do not like that system. But it's like I've I've tried to like break it down. Like it's basically a video game, right? That's why it's got all these complex engine systems in place, right? Because it's supposed to be a video game. Uh, and like it just doesn't work for me, right? You can't have like it'd be a video game video. if you had if you had stamina for walking though. That that's the thing that I can't get past. Oh yeah, you literally need to burn cards to move. <laughs> well, what what like what underscores this is that if you play the the video game version of Gloomhaven, everyone's like, oh, it's so easy to understand, right? Oh yeah, no, it just makes sense. It just makes sense. Like it's it's still brutal, right? And you run out of stamina all the time, but it just makes a lot of sense. Uh, when a computer's doing all the all the calculations for you, you're like, right, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. No, that sounds bad. <laughs> yeah, like, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it's just me. But uh, if the key to your complexity is the fact that the, the rules are difficult to interpret, I don't know. That that sounds bad. Yeah, risk reward uh, is good, but yeah, I, again, I draw the line at losing stamina for walking oh yeah well i mean we had our house rule where once every monster was dead in a room you just walked wherever the fuck you want and that was a good change really because <laughs> yeah. we would have failed a bunch of missions if we hadn't changed to well, we didn't room. pass anything though like the way that sort of Doug talks about it is every time we thought we won, the next he'd go read up on it and discover oh, that yeah, we had exactly. inadvertently cheated or whatever. I'm like, ah, oh. yeah. So all of our successes were really failures. It's true. It's true. That's what I like in a in a game is uh, repeated failure, staggered failure. Yeah, it's like uh, the reverse of a power curve, 
where as we get further in, we're actually worse and worse and worse. I yeah. think it's like the Battlefield 2042, you know, review experience. It's like going into trauma with your support group to right. be supported for the trauma that you're all actively engaging with. It's like having Alcoholics Anonymous meeting in an all-you-can-drink bar. At Luke's house, yeah. Oh, at Luke's house. <laughs> yeah. that's, that's what we call it, all-you-can-drink bar. Luke's house. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, uh, I drank way too much on Saturday night at Luke's house. Brought a board game over. We didn't even touch it. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, scene missing. Uh, I vaguely, I vague like it must have, it must have been momentous. I remember my mm. wife sitting next to me in an Uber and spewing into our esky bag. So uh, you know, <laughs> uh, we've both been fucking hungover for the last two days because we're old people now. Wait, it's Tuesday. <laughs> Are you still hungover today? Yeah. Uh, All you had like, was half a beer. <laughs> it's, it's. I, it's rough, man. It's rough in the uh, in the thirty eight zone or however old I am. How old am I? Thirty eight. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Never forget. Yeah. Was those super bolters? How many super bolters did you have? I don't remember. I don't you had remember. at least two. <laughs> I was like, oh. I was keeping track of it because I'm like, this is going to end poorly. Like, as someone who used to love super teds for the first six, and then I can't remember anything after right. the first six because you drink them like they're a normal super ted, but you've effectively had twelve drinks. Mm. Uh, yeah, That's, I know. D- double hitting beers are like the thing that'll get you. Cheeky shit. Cheeky shit. Yeah. Yeah. How many did Doug bring? We could do the maths on it someday. The Roman numerals people can figure that out. Um, I thought he. I thought he bought a case, a sixteen pack. X one one V. I think he brought. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. Know. How many were left? I feel like there was still quite a few. Oh, actually, not that many. So you guys all did all that's right. left at my place was is half a bottle of gin, and that's it. Yeah, I, I think Doug was drinking that. I raided your yeah. fridge. <laughs> I was like, "Give me all the beers," and then I stupidly told the people whose beers I took that I took their beers. Uh, so now I feel obliged to give them back. I was going to. How many of the beers fun. were in the esky bag that my wife? <laughs> Oh, none, 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 none. Oh, they were all in mine. I don't know. So it was like they it was, cleaned them all. They're fine. It was this. No, no, it wasn't my esky bag. Oof. If it was the case, it would have just gone straight in the bin. Like I could uh, clean this off, but I'd always know. Oh, then again, I'll give them back, and that's all right. My wife was like, "Oh, you know what? I think it was the pizza." I'm like, "No, you drank a bottle of wine and at least a quarter of a bottle of gin." Uh, I think it was the gin and all the wine. The best thing was... I don't know, that pizza. In the Uber, she was saying, oh, I'm really car sick. It sounded fine. And I think we would have got away with it if it wasn't for Slurry McSlurrington. Who's that? Who's talking about? (laughs) Hey, I ain't never slur. That's no, okay, all the time. Mr. Driver. I'm like, ah, oh. I'm like not saying anything because I'm like, I know I'm pissed, and if Smart. I don't talk, it just they, I could be drunk. I could not be drunk. Mm. Oh, they could definitely smell it. Oh, they fuck. Uh, <laughs> Eventually, I've got, I've, I've got all these photos on my on my phone for no reason, oh. but one of them what? is of a giant spill <laughs> all over your table. 
yeah, that, uh, was, that was free. <clears throat> yeah, of course it was. Free on the, of course it was. Um, yeah, it took fucking ages to clean up. I was cleaning up for like, that was what I was cleaning up for three days. <laughs> <laughs> this spill. <laughs> like, what, what the fuck? Where is this all coming from? Um, you remember it all, Luke. You didn't check out yeah. mentally at any point. No. Yeah, right. Nice. Well done. Alcohol. He requires alcohol to fuel his circuits. <laughs> so yep. it actually helps memory retention. I didn't um, drink that much. I only had like a bottle and like six ciders. Bottle of what? Bottle JD. Of- bottle of JD. Oh, oh, yeah. No. What's that? Like 18 standard drinks? That's like 22 or 24, I think. Oh, and a six right. pack. And a six pack. <laughs> so you only it's had like just a bit. You only had about 30 standard drinks, is what you're saying. Yeah. Not a not a baby. It was like a right, light right, a light right, night. Right, 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 right. Yeah, it was a light night. Yeah, I kicked yeah, on yeah, when yeah. I woke up. Of course. Yeah. Breakers that might beers. be alcoholism, actually. Oh, did you? <laughs> oh, is that what they call it? You're actually saying, like, yeah, come back tomorrow. <laughs> okay, yeah. on tomorrow. I'm like, I'm probably going to be dead tomorrow. I was fine. I, I just had to sleep until two in the afternoon. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. Fuck. Anyway, so that was our celebration weekend. Yeah, happy really. six hundred. It was Saturday. We tried to <laughs> kill Job again. Yeah. Anyway, um, I didn't die. All right. Let's talk about some games. Well, there's not a whole mm. lot here, but what's going on is we've got Dying Light 2, which we can talk about. Mm. Um, and that's probably about it. Job's been playing Horizon um, Forbidden West, which is... When is that out? Is that uh, out next week 18th, or the week after? The 18th. The embargo's for oh, the 14th. So, so we can't talk about it next two week episodes. either. <laughs> two yeah. episodes until we can talk about that one. Uh, yep. I will have played Elden Ring by next week, so. Ooh, delete that. Oh, I don't think I'm allowed to say that. It's already gone. It's on the internet. Half-Life 3. <laughs> I will have played Half-Life 3 uh, by next yeah. week, so uh, we can talk about that. You're allowed and, to say uh, you're playing Horizon? Yes. Yeah. Okay. I am explicitly allowed to say I'm allowed to. Oh, I am All right. Horizon. Yeah, Sony's weird like that, right? I forgot about that. They're like, flex. Yeah. But don't flex at all beyond saying you're playing it. You're like, okay. That's it. Okay. Well, no, they think? were like, hey, you can show this screen. Yeah, you can show the, the startup screen on your PlayStation yeah. start menu. Oh, right. And uh, I saw Adam Should read those things. Uh, from PlayStation, uh, formerly of PlayStation, official PlayStation uh, mag. Now a, uh, hmm. a YouTuber slash freelancer. Uh, he, uh, he posted his. And he had to blur out one of the other games he was playing, which was Dying Light Two, because he's not—he wasn't allowed to say that he did uh, partake in, in Dying Light Two. So, oh yeah, there was some Embargo actually some. Uh, there was embargo weirdness. I'm not sure if lost in translation or someone just did the wrong thing, but someone ran like a a preview, basically based on what they'd been playing of Dying Light Two. Uh, right. And I only know this because there was an email the next day being like, just to clarify the embargo. I'm like, wait, what do they need to clarify the embargo for? Like, have they moved it? No, I think it's because someone ran a preview. They probably had to take down, which has probably no, already they, been dissected. That was them. They they fucked up and um, 
told everybody you could run previews at oh. this time because I got that email um, saying there was a there was a trans- mistranslation or something for the embargo, and oh, yeah, we screwed no up and like, please don't post stuff. And it's like I think that's uh, <laughs> that's too late now. <laughs> I feel like. Yeah, yeah, that, that is a hell of a stuff up, right? You think that well, you get on the same page with that. I don't, yeah, I don't know what happened. Again, I was just working towards the review embargo, which now also, I just keep expecting to move because they're like translation error. I'm like, oh no, D- do I get it right? Did I get the translation? <laughs> yeah. Anyways, we'll find out. <laughs> we'll find out when the when the DMCA the gap because it goes out at the wrong time. Yeah. Yeah. Boomed. Get boomed. Um, they were doing that, <laughs> even though they fucked up. It's, but yeah, anyway, because it was something like you could post the first ten hours, something that I'd seen. Yeah. Um, I remember DMC. with uh, Horizon Zero Dawn, the mm-hmm. first Horizon game, uh, Sony was DMCAing their fucking tits off with any video that went up and stuff. Uh, so I got, I got a copyright strike against the video I put up. Which was legit, just a, a small section of a quest, and uh, I was just making fun of the writing in the quest. <laughs> so uh, yeah, maybe, maybe that's why they wanted to do it. But fuck it, uh, it was. It didn't make sense, right? It didn't have. There was no fucking. It didn't make sense, right? They were like, oh, Aloy's running around. She's like, oh, these hunters are exploiting the AI of the um, of the. Gators, the robot alligators. And this is just a dishonorable way to, to do this. And to get there, I'd basically exploit the fuck out of the AI. <laughs> so it's just, right. that's how you play Horizon uh, Zero Dawn by exploiting the AI, right? Like, that's just how it fucking works. Uh, so it was just, you know, let's not fucking yeah. get on our high horse, Aloy. Is that how you're playing the new one? No comment. Oh, we're so close. According to <laughs> the IGN preview video, perhaps. Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> nice. Which is but yeah. the only preview, right? Did they run any other previews? Like, I did anyone else any do previews? No. So weird, yeah. isn't it? It was just them. Right? They usually, they, they usually do that, like, fucking... That, like, one month out preview dealio. Yeah, like, Sony will send out... There'll be multiple key groups right there's the people who can play what is effectively review copies my understanding is but a preview yep. amount of it sanctioned first x amount of hours comment only on that and then the review so people other people get earlier access for review to meet the review embargo and then people get it on launch or just before or never yeah or never yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yes, sometimes. Um, but yeah. Anyway, uh, so we've got Dying Light 2. We've got... I don't remember playing PUBG. I play, I remember playing uh, Dota 2 with uh, Johnny Bravo. Mm-hmm. And it was sort of just... I, I spoke about this a couple of weeks ago. I've been playing Aghanim's Labyrinth, but I just can't go back into it. It's too disheartening. Like even with... With uh, JB there, JB plays fuck tons of Dota, so I figured he'd be able to fucking, you know, walk me through, somehow drag me f- further forward. Nate, Dota 2 Aghanim's Labyrinth is theoretically uh, 
not Dota. Oh. Theoretically, not Dota. It's still really Dota, uh, but it's it's basically a uh, a like officially made custom map. Uh, but it goes like further than most custom maps that I've seen, in that it it basically sends you and three other people into a uh, a labyrinth, uh, sort of like how Hades does its. It's roguelike where you go into a room, you kill everything, and then you choose between two doors to uh, to pick where you go next. And as you go through it, you sort of learn what doors lead to what and which doors to avoid and that kind of shit. Uh, and yeah, I've played it like a fair bit, but I just, I've like, it doesn't matter how much I play it, I'm just bad. And oh. I don't know what I'm supposed to do. Like the the real problem with it, or the real problem I have, it's not. It doesn't seem like it's Dota's problem. It seems like it's a me problem. Is that I don't know what I'm doing wrong. Like I watch other people and how they play, and I've watched a lot of, you know, pro Dota, and uh, I've done you know the tutorials in Dota, and I feel like I have a fucking grasp on how to play Dota, and then at the end of a fucking at the end of the game, at the end of the labyrinth, it'll tell us our fucking stats and I'll be like a third. I've done a third of the damage of literally everyone else. Even the players like who like... When we play other, like, extraction, same thing happens. Like, any game we usually play, you're always usually about third when there's three other people. <laughs> you set yourself up for that one. I'm sorry. <laughs> Here's Joe being sincere... Being vulnerable. And here comes Luke. Fucking cacao. Fucking get it up to ya. Um, anyway, I, I'm not saying I'm in third. I'm saying I've done a third of the damage of everyone else present. And it's uh, it's very, I don't know. I just know I'm like, like I can't analyze my play and somehow get bad, better at it. And even with JB there, playing alongside me, I still couldn't fucking do it. Like, I just could not, like, he wasn't able to fucking tell me what I was doing wrong uh, or if he was, he didn't have the polite enough words to do it. <laughs> uh, so uh, so he opted to say nothing at all. Um, and yeah, I just, I just fucking sucked and I just can't go back. I think like, which sucks. Cause I think it's such a interesting fucking idea and like the execution of it's really cool. Um, uh, they've got like, uh, the pro voice actor for like the, the actual voice actor for, uh, Aghanim, like they're shit talking you the entire time and like just spouting weird lines about whatever's going on. And, uh, yeah, they put a real lot of effort into it and it's, it's fun. I just can't contribute. And so, yeah. Which sucks. But it is what it is. I don't know. I don't know. Did you play yeah. Hidden Deep? Or was that last week? Uh, week before? I did play Hidden Deep. I did play Hidden Deep. And I haven't talked about Hidden Deep. Look, guys. This list's filling up. Wait, can we talk about Hidden Deep? Yeah. Y yes. Yes. Okay. Um, yeah, Hidden Deep is, uh, available now in, is it, is it officially early access now? 
I thought it was out, but it might be. I think no, it's, it's early now. access now. It's early access now. Oh, is it? Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's just hit yeah, early yeah, access. Yeah, you're right. Yep. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, this was the uh, this was the weird hmm. sort of I don't know how to describe it. Uh, well, I, it, first, it's like barrow trauma, so there's that. But uh, barrow trauma is, is sort of like a side-scrolling horror game that's sort of hinges, pivots on its uh, general uh, complexity, I guess. You know, like it's it's uh, the controls are complex and very uh, exact. And uh, yeah, the the way you you do everything in it requires very precise motions. And Hidden Deep is of that same vein. It's got some thingy slash uh, Lovecraftian cosmic horror vibes. Uh, and yeah, you are you control honestly too many characters. Frankly, like too many characters. But yep. Uh, yeah, you control these characters as, as you delve into this um, spooky fucking mine. And uh, it feels like a game that needs to be played multiplayer more than anything else because the biggest fault that it has is uh, controlling single people. Like controlling... You can't control multiple people. There's no simplistic follow routine. There is a simplistic fucking walk routine. Or run. Is, <laughs> or run, yeah. Which is literally sending people off to die. That There's no quite like, there's no fucking, there's no way you can send them to just run where they're not just definitely going to die. I, I don't know why it exists, honestly. Uh, but yeah, there's no follow, which is a, a problem. But yeah, it, what I like about it is that like you sort of get a handle on being very uh, deliberate about everything you do. You're like, okay, well, I'm not going to sort of fucking, I'm not going to wing it. Uh, I'm going to fucking walk in, analyze the space I'm in, and then decide on what I'll do. And go from there, because as soon as you get overconfident, the game punishes you, and usually it punishes you in in a very gruesome manner. Uh, you've been playing it, Nate, right? Yeah, I've played a few hours. I'm keen to try yeah. some co-op, um, mm. but I think we have to parsec it, uh, yeah. which means someone will be on a controller. <clears throat> It'll be interesting to see how that handles in terms of the shooting. The shooting's a bit not great. Uh, did you figure out whether it's there are specific spots where you I can one shot enemies or I think they do yeah yeah right so I couldn't repeatedly do that uh, this like I was only really came across three different enemy types there's the weird little slug things that are super annoying because they're hard to spot it's yep. kind of cool when they get shoot oh they could they only take one shot though which is good and then there's the flying yep. wasp things which take from one to three shots in my experience yeah uh, and I thought ammo was going to become a problem and then I realized when it wasn't. So you just kind of spam them now uh, and you get better yep. weapons later. But the, the big fucking worms, man. <clears throat> oh, yeah. Terrifying the first time you come across them because they inevitably eat you. <laughs> like that's how you find them. And you've got that's like what? 10 dudes or something on normal? 
Uh, if you die, yeah. you can respawn. And the maps aren't really that long, but it had a bit of jank to it. I mean, it's an early access game <clears throat> to the point where, and I was obviously getting emails from people saying, oh, we've patched this and we've patched that, where you couldn't tell whether your progress was hindered by you making a mistake or by a bug. <laughs> Not yeah. that it was super buggy, but I'm like, I don't know if I've done the wrong thing here. It would handhold you really well initially, and then it would just kind of throw you out to do your own thing. Um, and also it kind of plays, like in terms of the controls, like uh, a mod for flashback, which is not a compliment because flashback is old as fuck. And if you remember flashback, you had to, or even Prince of Persia, you had to edge your way to a ledge to get down it and it's the same thing here you can't just kind of run up to it confidently and and know that you can intuitively the game will know that you want to go down a ladder or whatever you will fall and you will die so you end up kind of like edging towards ledges and then that adds in this thing like the grappling hooks awesome and makes um ladders moot for that one character but the other characters don't seem to have the same tools so you have to drop ropes yeah. for them but to do that you got to get to this very exact spot right on the edge and if you don't find it the first time I tried to find it I'm like I mustn't be able to put a rope down here and then you yeah. run up the other way and explore and you go back and you're like this is the only thing that makes sense and then it works and you're like oh okay I guess I was off by a millimeter yeah so that sort of stuff isn't fun but like the general vibe and yeah it's it's got a good little scary atmosphere and basic public uh, problem solving and things I think it would definitely be improved with uh, proper co-op like if it adds online co-op but definitely still keen to give it a parsec run because um, yeah controlling multiple characters it, it just I find that it by necessity to use multiple characters it forces you to play in such a conservative way to remove all tension so you run into a room and shoot a wall to clear it and then bring your dudes up because you've cleared it because yeah like you were saying the systems that it gives you to deal with multiple characters are basically non-existent and then you're switching it's between so them. tedious it's so tedious like the there's there's you like you said you know you, you ruin any sense of tension in the game by uh by by handling these multiple characters because not only not only are you specifically clearing out these areas one at a time and then inching your way forward which is you know not very scary but also the the process of bringing these guys forward is just fucking eesh, just blah it ruins any momentum like that. that you've built up um up yeah. until that point and so i'd i really enjoyed the first two or three levels when you didn't have to deal with other people and as yep. soon as you rescue that first person and it's like oh you got to control them now i'm like why yeah like i don't see what this adds um to the, to the gameplay loop and you know the early access jank on top of that with physics fails and, and stuff um and just not being certain what you're supposed to do and i didn't find that it was terribly rewarding of experimentation especially with the uh explosives you know how you make holes in the ground yeah um, and then if you run out of those, you basically need to die and restart. You got so, Yeah, you do. I, like actually, you can't just go and re-up if you go back to the beginning of the level or something. You're just like, okay, I'm out of the essential thing to get me through this. I need to die did and you, restart level. Did you, did you fuck it up the, the first time you tried to do the scan through the ground and then bomb? Because I No. Did. <clears throat> but, I did, and that's how I had to fucking solve it was by restarting. Well, that was I, annoying as shit. I, got to the point at the on the right of the map across the chasm where you have to do a certain thing to get out of there 
And I tried to do that thing. I don't want to ruin it because it's like a puzzle, I guess. Um, yeah. Multiple times and it didn't, it just didn't work. And I'm like, okay, there's obviously a chance that I'm, my aim is not again, one millimeter perfect here, <laughs> but maybe it wants me to go over there. I can see a gap there. So I like scanned and I tried to make multiple holes and I killed a dude every time I did it. Yep. So why not? Because you can't get out fast enough. Apparently, yeah. apparently these mines are rigged to like kill people. Um, <laughs> and then it just, I didn't, I didn't feel any kind of reward for that sense of exploration. It feels almost like it's, I mean, at least the early levels are very, you have to do it this way. There is one puzzle solution. Yeah. Whereas when you're giving people grappling hooks and you're giving them all these different tools and stuff, explosives that can make holes in the ground, create new pathways. It feels more like, I don't know, I would probably hope later on in the game at least, or later in development that it rewards that kind of experimentation. Especially well, when it gives the, you like 10 dudes, right? Like it's saying almost like, you know, these are disposable dudes. And the, the other thing is, right, like if if it would allow that sort of by the city of pants experimentation, if that was encouraged, then you'd have more uh, of a, a reason to sort of go off script as opposed to the very steady uh, like you know th there's a, a layer of tension there but it like i don't know I, I love it when when everything starts to turn into panic mode you know that's the best part of the survival horror like game to me and sometimes sometimes things go into panic mode because fucking armsy shows up while you're at the bottom of a cliff and sometimes things go into panic mode because you've been you've let your concentration lapse and both of those are, are cool to me and uh like yeah it's, it'd, it'd be a shame if it's stuck with this extremely uh tight one solution gameplay uh style all the way through hopefully it doesn't yeah and uh, i mean if it is for its current form then hopefully that's not part of the the future plan i'm very i mean i think before it went live into early access joby i said to you like this is this has got the this is going to be one of those fucking games that just automatically gets a very positive rating on steam because and i know i fundamentally disagree with this when when people like go oh it's just hard and you don't like hard games or whatever i'm like yeah but if the controls are getting in my way of like a part of the difficulty, then that's bad game design, in my opinion. Like if you are making the game artificially difficult by making it difficult for me to go, well, I want to do this thing that the game says I can do, but I was off by a millimeter or whatever. I ran out of cards and now I don't have stamina and I can't move across the room. <laughs> exactly. Then you're like, why is, it, why is this in the game? Because at the end of the day, uh, whether it's a tough game or a cakewalk game, it's supposed to be fun. And I find it hard to defend the idea of, well, how is that fun? Yeah, I guess it increases tension, but for tension to work in a game, for me, the lesson has to be, I fucked up, not the controls were shit or something broke. Yeah, um, yeah it's early access. And as far as a proof of concept goes, I mean, honestly, it hasn't changed too much from the demo that I played, at least those, yeah. those initial levels. But I was like, this is cool. And I didn't deliberately didn't play too much of the demo because I'm like, I don't want to play too many of these puzzle solutions in case they stayed the same and they seem to kind of stay the same from what I've played so yeah. far again that that rigid idea um, but I think as far as a game goes where if you got how many co-op people can you have is it just two I think if, so 
but like with some drinks, you know, and the, yeah. and the way that we play co-op, Joby, which is yeah. generally not to get to the end, but to fuck each other up as much as possible. Exactly. Yeah. It's definitely got, especially friendly fires on. Holy fucking shit. Oh yeah. That's going to be brutal. It has potential to be very entertaining for all the unintended reasons, I think. Yeah. But those are the, those, I think those unintended reasons are what they're going for. When you see some of the, some of the ways you die in this game, like just like you, you get a little over aggressive with your grappling hook and fucking Tarzan swing to the and wall. full force into a fucking wall and you do just sort of fucking that. ragdolls to the fucking, like another hundred meters down below and you're like, Jesus Christ, that was rough. Or the, the bombs, you're like, okay, I'm going to plant the bomb and then grapple out and you plant the bomb and you struggle with the grappling hook and then you explode and you're like, and your arm with the grapple hook still in hand goes flung out of the fucking hole and you're like, well, shit. <laughs> I don't think there's enough time to get out. Have you? Because that's exactly what I tried to do. Yeah, absolutely right, right. not. Absolutely not. Which, no which fucking way. In a way is kind of okay <laughs> if if the lesson there is don't do that. Like we're saying yep. you will never be yep. in a situation where you have to do this. But I do hope that there's some kind of, you know, new game plus mode or free roam mode, you know, where you can just fuck around with that stuff. Because yeah. Yeah, for sure. what's better than rigid rules is the like having such a tiny window of being able to escape that that you feel like a fucking badass yeah and especially in a horror game those peaks and troughs emotionally you know where you're like i'm safe i'm fucked i'm on top of this threat (laughs) i'm out of ammo you know they the highs help to make the terror better yep yeah absolutely so yeah, proof of concept. Yeah. I mean, it did sound like a shadow in it quite a bit, but like I'm keeping it installed. I want to play more. Definitely want to play some co-op. Um, yeah. I'll be, I'll keep it installed probably because it's not that big a download um, to see how it develops, have a look at the roadmap and stuff like that. Because, you know, you, you want that kind of the thing experience, right? I think that's what we talked about when it initially it was in a Steam Fest as a demo yeah. was <clears throat> this thing looks like they're making a thing game. And I think after the awesomeness of Carrion, right yeah uh playing again as the food rather than the feeder it's like or the eater i guess uh yeah definitely has its appeal and the demo i was like that the atmosphere in this is fucking perfect the idea that you can run along with your torch but if you're not looking at the roof with your torch then you'll miss the giant fucking wormhole (laughs) and then it will come out and (laughs) annihilate you and i've always found it creepy i've replayed a little bit of uh black mesa recently uh, and you know when people get eaten by those what are oh, those yeah. fucking things? Horrifying. Any fucking yeah. thing. That's my thing. You know how some people have like uh, mouth fetishes in horror movies? You know, like where everything ends up in the mouth and it's all gooey. And some people are like, no, I can't deal with it. If anything goes in the mouth, it's the too much. The eye for me. Yeah, they're the barnacles. Uh, yeah, the yeah, eye. the barnacles. The barnacles. With me, apparently, my thing is things getting slowly consumed. Even though you, there's no gore to it, like there's no blood and guts or whatever. I mean, at the end, they spit out the bones, but it's just fucking terrifying whether it's big, like a snake eating someone or something. It's just like, oh, God, like they're fucked and there's nothing they could do about it. And ugh. so, yeah, that one gets me every time. And ever since that moment, it's made me 
clear room by looking sideways and then obviously floor yeah. roof because they put them on the floor sometimes you used to look at the fucking roof like that stuff's clever but yeah, also yeah. i feel like they're in fixed spots as well so if there was some randomization yeah uh yeah i think that their their foundation is very good i just hope that they build on it except it's for the a, controls that's terrible it's a one one person show oh right well one shit. dude's done it all apparently so uh, which is an epic effort, certainly. Um, Hell yeah. Yeah. Sorry, one dude. <laughs> Maybe get better. Um, <laughs> All right. I didn't say that. <laughs> well, I maybe, you, you know, Someone hire, some, hire some help, right? <laughs> yeah. Maybe you some help. Yeah, true. Clone yourself so you're still technically one person. Right? Uh, maybe genius. that's what this game's about. You know, he is cloning himself. Yeah. Um, okay, so that's Hidden Deep. It's available on Steam, early access. You can check it out if you want to. Um, and that's it. That's Next it. up, we've got... Uh, let's quickly just go through PUBG. Okay. Um, you played a little bit, Job. I don't think we played together over the weekend. Um, I don't recall playing with you, but you did play. Because I saw you on there. Um I played a couple of games with, with a few people. I think we played like 12 games or 10 games or something and did pretty well. Um, most of them were like a top two finish. Um, got a couple wins, like definitely getting back into it at this point in terms of getting used to those guns again and figuring out how to use a lot of them, um, which has sort of been the struggle recently of trying to sort out like recoil control and what, works at certain ranges and what doesn't yeah um but it's just the like obviously coming up with pe up against people that have clearly continued to play this where yeah. it's like they're level 500 and you're like i'm 112 <laughs> um and like you're just getting lasered like we had one group that we did pretty well we got to the very end and it was just one team left yep. and uh, i just got lasered by one dude and um fee was like oh yeah they're like we know these guys we play with them all the time they're like pro players or something like that <laughs> I'm like oh cool we're fucked <laughs> type thing and like as soon as they shoot started shooting us i felt like i was fucked just because of how, how how many bullets i was getting hit by i was like oh yeah okay yeah they're good um but it's just like yeah those learning uh which fights you can sort of take and uh, even like there's plenty of games where um i felt like we did really well of communicating and trying to figure out like all right we've knocked one or two people let's push in and and try and finish the team there was one game that i played uh we were on the the hago the new map and uh we talked about last week about how like there's a uh there's now this unwritten rule in the game or at least in oce of when you can kill other players and when yep. you shouldn't yep. and i had one dude no, um i tried to sneak up behind a team we just kind of hot dropped on an area and uh i got this stupid like m249 that i've never used before uh which is just like a heavy machine gun tried to sneak up behind a bunch of people because we were engaged in a fight and uh two of them ended up shooting me and taking me down um after i'd hit him a bunch and he ran over to me and on voice comms he's like i need to kill you because i've got no meds <laughs> and i said <laughs> i said to him 
as soon as he killed me, uh, jokes on you, I've got no meds. And he was like, God damn it. That's <laughs> uh, gold. Yeah. I, I am liking um, the, the amount of com, com, like comms. Like, people seem pretty good on, on the voice comms. Like, uh, generally, okay, there was that video I put up of uh, those, where you and me were playing geos. And uh, we ran up on two dudes or ran up on one dude. And I, I dropped him eventually. Terrible shooting. Uh, and <laughs> and uh, he's like, oh, he uh, he shot me while I was, uh, well, I didn't even have my hands on the controls. He he's a, shot me like a pig. You're a dog. And I'm like, oh, don't be like that. Don't be like that. And he's like. Oh, you know, uh, what are you doing, man? You didn't earn that kill. And uh, I'm like, oh, all right. Um, fair enough. And then his mate, I'm, I'm still carrying him around. because You, can you pick picked up, him up. Yeah, you can pick people up. Sorry, I missed that part. Yeah, I picked him up. Uh, and I'm still carrying him <laughs> around. And his mate comes up. And I try to fuck. I, I had this plan to, like, duck out. But then I forgot. You can't ADS. And you can't lean while you're carrying someone. So uh, I just sort of fucking sprayed into nothing while he turned on on Luke, which didn't work out so well. Uh, but then I, I punted him. And uh, at the end, the guy's like, wait, can you carry your enemies? I'm like, yeah, man, it's awesome. And he's like, oh, that's so cool. Thanks, man. <laughs> fucking that was it. That was the end of it. Loved it. They were like... <laughs> They were chuffed. They were well, yeah. well thrilled. Um, yeah. Had but you like, posted that video about you carrying Heath yet? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I put, I put that oh, one okay. up. That was, uh, that was spectacular. I way over edited it, but no, uh, no way. It was gold. It was gold. I think the, we were talking about choice. last podcast. <laughs> the song yeah. choice. Yes. It's perfect. <laughs> oh my god. Oh boy. Does it have a um, fucking shooting range yet? That game. It does. It yes. does. Yeah. Oh, thanks. Like an offline range. one, right? I believe it's offline. Yeah, it's offline. Because, yeah, well, what you touched on earlier, Luke, has been my problem with that game from the start, uh, is that there's never there was never really an opportunity to test the weapons. So you would test yeah. the weapons in a live firing situation where you're like, I've got completely the wrong gun, I'm fucking going to die. So, yeah, that's rough. That's good. It's good that it sounds like they've fixed some stuff. I have been watching... I was watching... Wacky Jackie, just with some shit on the background. Um, and I like the, what's that thing? The Skyhook thing. Where you oh, get yeah, picked up on the plane. The Whatever emergency pickup. That's it. Yeah. The Batman. We, can, we call it the Batman. Batman, <laughs> the Dark Knight. Yeah. yeah. So stuff like that's cool as shit. I saw they've also added like a little per, a plane type thing or a, fly, a oh, glider. That's yeah. <clears> been in the phrase. It's when you yeah. really want to die somewhere. Like, but in the sky. You want to die while you're in the sky. Well, he was soloing it and just jumping into the back seat. And oh, yeah. He's using yeah. that, yeah. Um, what's that super suppressed 9mm rifle? The VSS. Yeah, the VSS. Yeah. Just yeah. doing it for the memes. Very entertaining. Uh, the other thing you can do to practice the weapons is TDM because you can choose any weapon. There's like, or well, except for crate weapons, but you can just, like, while I've been waiting for people to jump online, I'll just jump into TDM as much as I hate Team Deathmatch in general. Um, I'll just jump on and equip the barrel because it's a fully loaded out barrel, uh, mm. which is basically, as far as I can tell, the only way 
Like if you if, if you haven't yeah. found a vert, you're not supposed to pick up the barrel. Is uh, is what Jai generally says. Like just don't don't just don't do it. Don't bother. Um, but yeah, with a fully kitted out one, like it does, it fucking rips, man. But the recoil is fucked, and like it's so much, so much jerkier than any other fucking gun that like if you've never fired it before the first time you do it like the first bullet is going to hit where you were shooting and the next one's going to be at the fucking moon and you're like i fucking know what i'm supposed to do with this piece of shit because you'll already be dead (laughs) obviously i think you're just supposed to throw it at people (laughs) yeah right like like, well that's my fault for using this full auto weapon on full auto uh but as soon as you got the recoil control down fuck me man like it does rip cunts uh but yeah just like you said, without a fucking shooting range, without some team deathmatch options, you just never have the opportunity to do it except in fucking moments where the stakes are too high to really take the risk. And so you just go with the same weapon that you always go with, the M4 mm. and the fucking whatever. How does it run, Luke, on your machine? <laughs> uh, they've definitely, like, optimized it a lot. Um, I'm playing on 1440p at the moment and it's between like 140 most of the time it's like 130 frames and then occasionally if something happens something whack happens it'll go down about 100 but yeah it runs pretty good Um, that's great when uh when because they've got this smoke grenade launcher and uh when you're in panic mode and you're trying to cross a wide open field and it's just you and nothing you've got the smoke grenade launcher you start launching grenades and it's got the it's got the classic double effect of obscuring everyone's vision and tanking everyone's frames a little bit so that you yes. can make the fucking run it's uh it's genius it's were you joe were you in that game when we were playing in tago and i was one of the last ones on the team and i smoked up like they smoked up the entire house and tried to push me. Oh my god! Yeah, that was fucking godlike. That was some <laughs> shit, man. If you'd won that game, holy fuck, holy fuck, and you were so close too. Fucking hell! Like they smoke up. He's in this house. He's he's the last one alive. He's not one of the last. He's the last of us alive in a fucking four player squad game. They smoke up fucking everywhere. We have a pretty good idea. Like who was? Was it Drew and Kleb were the other two? And might have been yeah, Drew or Jai. One of I can't remember. Oh yeah, I think it was Jai. Uh we got a fucking pretty good idea of ev- like where everyone is around these yeah. these houses. And they had they smoke up to try and push out this fucking two teams, two or three teams in these fucking houses. And holy fuck. Luke like runs out into the smoke, ducks around the outside of the fucking smoke, and he's, like, legit just fucking circling around. And all you can hear is this fucking smoke. All you can hear footsteps. is... And, and these footsteps. And you know they're, they're right there. And they're, like, fucking looking at each other. There's a bit of gunfire at nothing, and then fucking blap. Just fucking... He's, but he, like, circled on the fucking outskirts of the, the smoke and then ducked back in again. It was fucking wild shit it should not yeah I, I i i never would have done it i definitely would not have done it uh and and after watching it work i was like 
well, that's the only way it could have, like, that's the only way you would fucking make it work, right? Mm. I would have just died in the house, probably, I assume. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, it was fucking phenomenal. Um, but then you, we start seeing, like, names have died to the play zone. And so they're, they're trying to find me to kill me and they're all dying to the play zone because they're outside the circle at this point. And so I'm slowly like backing up out of like this house, looking towards a house, moving into the center of the circle while all these smokes are going in here, they're running around and then the zone's coming in and they're clearly like not able to find me and being like, well, he's got to be here somewhere. And just they're hearing one dies, each other's another one dies, sure. there goes another one. <laughs> but like five people died in this fucking smoke. <laughs> At least two teams uh, died in this fucking smoke. It was bananas. Yeah. It's Talk about being blinkered, uh, huh? <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, so yeah, I, so we spent a couple of uh, hours playing on the weekend. It was good fun. Um, got a couple wins, a uh, bunch of second places. Uh, yeah, still enjoying it, having fun. Games are still popping, which is good um yeah just enjoying it it seems like we're kind of just jumping in and within a couple of minutes we've usually got like a full team or two generally which has been fun but if you're Um, matchmaking against pro players does that mean the matchmaking is still fucked or not enough people playing in australia there's no mat there's no we're not playing ranked we're just playing casual oh there is a ranked ranked mode Right, right Yeah, um, I'm not sure how that worked. I haven't really played it, but there, there's definitely a uh, some sort of MMR system in there. Um, but casual is just like queue up and fucking get a game going. Yeah, and all different skill levels too, I'm assuming. So not just the super hardcore, but the super scrubbies as well. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes you're like, oh, it's a bot, and then you kill them. You're like, oh, no, that's not a bot. That's just someone on a controller or something like that. Oh, they actually have bots in the game? yeah yeah i mean if there's not enough people like if job and i are playing at 3 30 in the afternoon and the server can only get 80 people or something it'll chuck in a couple bots but generally it's usually full if it's yeah. peak time yeah it's definitely filling up you just you can very definitely tell when you're fighting against a bot because they just move they move like weird real dumb yeah like strafe on the spot and stop on the spot and then strafe backwards again and then uh it's disheartening when you can like when you click kill what is clearly a bot because you're like yeah well that was a bit of a waste yeah. um bit of a waste of ammo everyone knows where i am <laughs> have you been killed by one uh i don't think so i don't think so are they called hope. Bot? Botty McBottington? Or do they have no, like... No, no. You know, it's got... like Jeff Stevenson or some fucking Not weird... even that. Just weird like fucking someone's mashed a keyboard and then yeah. putting an <laughs> underscore in there and then like mash the keyboard again. You're like, that's a bot. Yep, that's that's bot. Yeah. That'll do it. Uh, I mean, they sh- the, the thing is, I think they should have some like bot in their name or yeah. something to identify them as a bot. But yeah. The only way you can sort of do it is I think they've got underscores in their name and that is it. Right. Usually. Even then it's like... I think they just want... The idea of them is to make shit players feel good when they kill someone, but at the same time, you it would be nice if you knew they were a bot and not another person. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's like Battlefield 2042 all over again, isn't it? You're like, ah, I just got his three dudes, I'm going to kill them. And you're like, oh, they're all bots. Right, that's why they're looking the wrong way and doing nothing okay 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. Anything else to add about PUBG, Joe? Boy, you good? I'm good. I'm good. Yep. Uh, we're still playing. Uh, next up, Vampire Survivors. This came in recommendation from uh, Drew in the Discord channel. Um, this game's taken off. It is in the top 20 in Steam at the moment. It's about three bucks to buy. Um, it is a, a roguelite, uh, sort of like a bullet hell-ish style uh, game where you're playing a uh, some sort of like vampire hunter who is attacked by swarms of enemies, like hundreds and hundreds of enemies on the screen. Screen. Uh, it's just a 2D plane, like you're looking at this 2D window. All you basically do is run around using WASD, um, and that is it. You move around, as you kill uh, enemies, they drop these gems, and you collect the gems, and that levels you up once you get a certain amount. Um, and by leveling up, you're able to get a selection of either weapons or buffs to your character and every time you get a new weapon um, it has some sort of stat or ability assigned to it and you're able to then level up that weapon as you progress further th- further through the game or you can get other types of weapons or or buffs to your character and the idea is that you try and survive as long as possible i believe it's like a 30 minute timer for each level and the game gets progressively harder and harder, throws more enemies at you with more health. Um, and once you die, you take the gold that you've accumulated throughout the the match, uh, and you can then spend that gold to level up your character to take back in and try again. Um, or you can go in there and buy new characters, unlock other ones that have different abilities on there. And so the idea is to kind of just um buff up these characters learn more about the game and jump in rinse and repeat and keep going so the game kind of starts off where you like it seems like you're pretty much able to get to about 15 minutes the first couple of runs and then you hit like a wall or at least i found that i could get to about 15 minutes and then just come up against these enemies that i just couldn't kill no matter how hard i tried um but eventually once you pump enough coins into your character you able to sort of deal with them a bit more i've gone to the point now where i can pretty much uh get to about 28 minutes into a game um and then i'll end up dying because you know it's i'm just i can't level up anymore my character like i've you can only carry a certain amount of weapons um and you can only carry a certain amount of buffs and once you level them all up they get to like a super powered mode um, and that is the most that you can level them up, and that is it. And so I've, once you've unlocked everything for that character and all, all the weapons and buffs, the only thing that you get by leveling up is extra gold or extra health to uh, restore back to your character. Um, so I feel like I've hit that point where I, I really can't do much more unless I level up my uh, character outside of the game to take back in with me. Uh, so it is a little bit grindy in terms of that, and I think that is where the biggest downfall of the game is, that it does feel grindy at certain points. Uh, but the base, like, sort of gameplay loop is is really satisfying and fun to get into because um, it's literally just, like, getting these stupid weapons and running around and trying to kill as many things on screen as possible, uh, which is, is, is really neat. It's a very cheap game uh, going at three bucks, and it's in early access, so I'm sure they'll keep adding more things to it but 
it seems pretty fleshed out at this point with a bunch of different weapons, new, different types of characters you can take, take in there with you, uh, a stack of different levels. As far as I, I'm aware, I'm like, I've unlocked two levels and like a hyper mode as well, which um, gives you like bonus gold and bonus experience, uh, but it makes the game a little bit quicker. Uh, so yeah, it's it's really neat. It's um, I don't know where this thing came from and why it took off, but it seems to be grabbing a bunch of people out of yeah. Like I don't know if it was because some someone streamed it or or what happened, but it, people are playing it. <laughs> it's so hot it's right strange. now. Yeah, have you you guys heard of this at all? Uh, I saw a story on IGN about it, and that yeah. was about it. And obviously, I saw Drew talking about it um apparently it's very similar if not an i a direct ripoff of a game called uh magic survival okay uh on the on the mobile um mm -hmm. yeah so uh that's a free-to-play game if mm -hmm. you uh don't want to pay three entire dollars but you are restricted playing on your mobile i suppose um yeah yeah it's uh, it's an interesting idea. I I think it'd probably work better on PC than on uh on the phone. But I guess uh, I have to wait and see. Uh, I don't know. There's there's gonna be. It seems like a bit of a. Uh, an addiction machine type game, you know, where you're just sort of looping over and over again doing the same thing kind of i don't know yeah uh so it's a question of, of whether or not it's got enough going on to keep you entertained really yeah and i think it's gotten to that point where like i don't know if i'm gonna play it much more but in saying that like fuck i've played over five hours <laughs> at the moment right. right and i feel like that is probably a lot for this type of game it is uh because it's literally just you running around on the screen killing shit and you're not even pressing buttons like to shoot it's just everything's automatic yep. the things that the spells that you're casting or the things that are happening on the screen are, are all automatic they're by themselves you're literally just moving around and trying to avoid everything while stuff dies um and sort of trying to pick the combination of weapons that you're using and your the buffs that you want to try and win with uh, and trying to find like what works and what's not working and, and that sort of stuff but uh, i don't know if there's much more left for me to to sort of play around with like it's been a great game to throw on a podcast and listen to it um like the last two days and that's kind of what i've done i chuck a podcast on mute the audio of the game and sit there and just run around um so yeah, this is it's a, a great a, game like for a that. Risk, risk of rain sort of vibe going there yeah. as well, you know. Like, yeah. Uh, although risk of rain obviously requires more skill, mm -hmm. uh, more active skill. Uh, yeah, it makes sense that uh, yeah. like you know the, the same sort of things are, are what make it work as a game. Hmm. I mean, maybe the game is a lot deeper than what it is, like on its surface, but. Um it may it could also be the fact that i've not really like looked into the lore of what people are talking about like is there weird shit going on and like there's all these other types of levels and bonus stages and things like that um uh, maybe it is there but just 
I haven't sort of dived into any of that yet. And it just kind of seems like it's pretty, um, you know, it's not that deep from what I've seen. Um, but anyway, I still think it's a really neat game um, that is very addictive. I think the grind is a little bit too imbalanced for where it is at the moment. Um, but that could just be on purpose. Like early access game, they're trying to get longevity out of it um, for the point it's currently at. Like it's only been out for maybe six weeks something like that um and so yeah it's got probably a long way to go but i think it's a really neat game that has obviously grabbed a lot of people's attention uh it's a very low entry level price to jump into um and it's a lot of fun so uh, i recommend at least checking it out on steam or watching a video and see what you think Um, magic survival on the mobile I just had a look. That's got in-app purchases, so I don't know if it's like free to play. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, that's that's yeah. classic free to play, isn't it? Like, yeah, free to play, and then in-app purchases. I couldn't, I didn't see any uh, purchases while I was just playing right then <laughs> and there. Uh, but I'm sure you might run into them at some point. Uh, yeah. Dean is telling me that it's similar to Dead Cells. <clears throat> and it doesn't sound like it's similar to Dead Cells. Uh, no. So the problem no. with that is there's like a very select handful of games that Steam can say it's like this and then I'll immediately feel obliged to play it. Dead Cells <laughs> being mean, one of them, The Forest being another. <laughs> it's roguelite. It's a roguelike game. So it's it's grabbing like what other roguelike games are there out there? And so yeah, Dead yeah. Cells would be one of them. Or like Hades yeah, or something too, like too that. Broader. Like, it's, yes, it's in that genre, but not really. It's, yeah, it's how dare they? Genre <laughs> Motherfuckers! Motherfuckers! You don't get my three dollars yeah. today. <laughs> and there's just points in the game where you like. It starts off very basic with like, here's a couple of bats chasing you, and it's like three or four bats, and then there's a couple more bats, and then you get to. Then you have it 10 minutes in and then there's fucking <laughs> stuff all over the screen uh and your sc- entire screen is covered in enemies trying to chase you and you're like i don't know how i'm supposed to survive this and somehow you just get out of it <laughs> like yeah that's very risk of rain right like yeah i think the you know it it's it's easy to having played a lot of risk of rain too it's easy to forget that risk of rain was eventually uh sorry originally a side scroller yeah right much more like Dead cells. Uh, yeah. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. Just that that nonstop uh, ramp up of, of yeah. power. And so you're just wiping out dozens and dozens and hundreds and hundreds of enemies. It's some fucking, some cool shit. Like it taps into some, yeah. some good stuff. And it's got like, you finish a game and it tells you how much damage you've done with what weapon, um, how much the DPS is, how many things you've actually killed. Like it'll come up with a thing saying you've killed like 20,000 enemies. You're like, oh, that's a fucking lot. Fair enough. Um, yeah. And so it's like tracking you all these things. You're unlocking thing achievements. Um, you are uh, unlocking other characters that you can take in with you. And then you're also leveling up your main sort of hub your main you know making yourself more powerful being able to run more more quickly or uh give yourself more health and or luck like there's the the main characters that you can take in that have different properties and weapons and there's also your sort of overall game that you're always using that cash to make yourself more powerful 
Um, so it's a cool loop. Um, I recommend it. It's it's a lot of fun, especially for the the price. Like it's two or three bucks. It's you know yeah. five hours I've played of it so far. So it's really fun. Um, cool. Uh, all right, let's go with the final game we got here. Um, Dying Light Two is what we're talking about. The big game for this this week. Um, we've played the original Dying Light. Oh, we've played. We've actually played uh, the successor to Dying Light, I guess. Dead Island, the Techlands original game, um, which is is Dying Light sort of based off of that concept of of having a zombie sort of invasion, um, and then taking crafting of of weapons and, and trying to sort of navigate these horde ridden environments. Um, Dead Island got bought out by someone else, right? Someone someone made the sequel to that, but it wasn't Techland. Um, but anyway, Techland then went on to make Dying Light, which had some co-op elements in it, which were a lot of fun. Nate and I, we played a bunch of that back in the day, played some um, some of the, the DLC that came out. The Following, right? Is that what it was? Dying Light The Following, I want to say? Yep. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I quite enjoyed that original game. Did, did you enjoy it? I, I guess you did, right? You played a lot of it. <laughs> Loved it. Joby, did you enjoy it? I did not. Not when it first <laughs> came out. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. We, uh, we played a, a bit games. recently, didn't we? Yeah, like yeah. To, I, I liked it then. Yeah. Co-op obviously helps, but... Uh, well, it was fucked. It was fucked when it came out. But I, like, so, did you guys like Dead Island? No, I, really. I enjoyed Dead Island, yeah. But like, I only ever really played Dead Island co-op. Like, Xbox... I think we had multiple Xbox 360s you know, two copies of the fucking game uh, and just, yeah, running around smashing zombies. It was not a very, didn't have any depth, that fucking game. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it was like a classic double uh, A game. Yeah, yeah. But fuck, I got a lot of fun out of it. A shitload of fun out of it. And then Dying yeah, Light, well, I feel like they were just building on that, right? Like they were like, okay, well, we've got the zombie hitting thing down pat with the physics, you know, when you hit them and shit and finding weapons in the world and kind of crafting weapons. I think Dead Island had that as well. Um, they're like, yeah. what can we improve? And they're like, okay, we'll add in some fucking sick parkour. Cool. Yeah. Um, they added in the nighttime elements of like the, uh, what was in that? In, uh, infected i don't know what you call them um but like they'll get more volatile at night time yeah. yeah um yeah. you had to try and avoid them but anyway so yeah i enjoyed dying light the the, the first game um i have the lowest score on metacritic for the uh the first game um, which is it was a four. Oh. because yeah, uh dying dying light the original uh deleted my save game twice around the seven to eight hour mark uh, during the review period. And uh, after the second time it happened, I emailed the editor of uh, PC PowerPlay, Daniel Wilkes. I'm like, hey, I'm not doing this again. Uh, and he's like, yeah, no, you shouldn't have to. That's crazy. Uh, so that was it. I'm like, cool. Well, there you go. What did I get the four points for? <laughs> uh, well, I did enjoy... Uh, I, I just made it to the grappling hook the first time at Delete oh, game. No. And I was having a lot of fun with that. Uh, and then I beelined. I just now grappling hooks are in everything. Because you through. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um 
yes, yeah, straight like just lasered towards it the second time. Uh, no fucking about, no other other shit. Uh, and yeah, I did get a little bit further the second time. Uh, but what do you like? What the fuck, man? Yeah, the, there was no way the game should be launching in that state. Uh, but obviously, it only happened to me, or you know, me and a handful of other people. What the fuck else can you do? Especially with uh, Mag, uh, you gotta go out way earlier. So, yeah, yeah, which is probably for yeah. the best, right? Because what if it had patched and they'd fixed it, you would have felt obliged to replay those first eight hours for a third time. For a third time, uh, instead of waiting, I don't know, what, six years, I guess, before I did, seven years when it came out, 2015, I want to say, yeah, it was, oh, maybe, it was, um, yeah, I, I just find, like, it's if you go into Steam charts now and look at it, there's still tens of thousands of people playing it as yeah. in original Dying Light. I don't they know if that includes the following, phenomenal but... Phenomenal job at supporting that game, you know, like, just fucking... Keeping it going, and they're still Apparently supporting 13, it. Even now, right? people. Yeah, that's like that's right fantastic. now, it's that's how nuts is that? That's that's a lot more than uh, it's like three times as much as Battlefield 2042. <laughs> Battlefield 2042 wishes it had those numbers, <laughs> <laughs> but for a game that is like, I mean, you guys can play solo or co op, but it's, it's not a multiplayer game. That's kind of the numbers years after release that you expect either from something that's just had a surprise drop of DLC has entered meme status somehow again, uh, or it's competitive multiplayer, right? Yeah. Because people tend to finish games and move the fuck on. But Dying Light, I mean, that's a game that I don't even think I've ever finished it, to be completely honest. But because you run out of steam because it is just a fucking series of fetch quests, ultimately, um, which is really bad. You know, go to one place, get told to go to other place, get then go back to first place, just on repeat yeah. from side missions to main missions. Main story is not that fucking great, um, but it's the, the the combat and the parkour, uh, and it also because it has three different tech trees going at once. You were constantly felt like you were getting rewarded for something, and something as stupid as like instead of running down the street in the middle you might want to vault over cars and do jumps and it would give you extra points, like only a couple of points towards your uh, parkour. So you would start doing that. So what that does then, instead of playing the boring game of just jumping over every fucking car, is you're like, well, I'm just going to just climb everywhere over everything. And then you're like, oh, I get more points for vaulting up to a rooftop and swinging off this shit. And so, yeah, that. But the combat was... I mean, the first eight hours of that game, before you get to the grappling hook are pretty rough once you know how good the grappling hook is because the parkour is still fine but then you get the grappling hook and it's just a fucking game changer and it is probably still to this day and including dying light 2 although i haven't fully upgraded the grappling hook um it is the best grappling hook in a game in a first person game certainly but outside of what batman arkham games because it is fucking batman arkham but the thing is it's almost like first-person melee slash first-person parkour was uh, killed along with Mirror's Edge, even though they went on to remake that because, you know, the problem with uh, first-person versus third-person is the ability to tell the distance between a gap 
the edge of the ledge that you're running on without looking down because it wants you looking ahead, you might take one extra step and careen off the edge or you might, because of that, be conservative and jump earlier and therefore miss the jump. So, and it's it's a nature of it being in first person and you not having any sort of peripheral uh, vertical vision, you know, whereas if you were doing it in real life, you would be able to see or you'd be able to flick your head down or whatever it is or just get a feel for where you're up to without vision that's sensibly this, you know, wearing yeah. Coke bottles on your eyes. Um, but the like the core elements were really good. The the melee combat, uh, going back to the point about the first eight hours sucking, was the combat kind of fucking sucked in the first eight hours too because it made you have to get to a certain level to find uh, weapons that were of that rank that made you actually feel like you were doing damage against just the fucking zombies. Just basic so you, shit. Yeah. yeah, so you couldn't do like little hit and runs. So like I was obsessed with um, anything with lockpicks. Fucking, it's it's such a cliche mechanic that is across genres these days, right? But so there'd be like a cop car, you know, with a hard lock thing. I'm like, oh, okay, I want to go do that. So to do that though, you would have to, and co-op made it easier, either have someone smashing zombies while you were doing it the whole time and a lot of the time they'd get one through one would go through because you had to hit the fuckers so many fucking times yeah. uh, it, it just made all weapons feel like shit plus when you were fighting humans they were a very simple thing they were able to block and you were not able to block sounds like a dumb thing but it's such a weird omission um, which forced you to just leap away from them which worked really well for zombies because when you got too close they grabbed you Thank fucking Dying Light 2, they are way less grabby. Plus, there's also... I didn't really experience it that much with zombies, but with humans in Dying Light 2, sorry, jumping between games, uh, there's a... Sometimes I'll try to headbutt you, <clears throat> but there's like this brief window of like a press spacebar kind of to counter, which is fucking cool. Like lots of little things like that. So they've clearly, much like they would have done with Dead Island to Dying Light, they've taken Dying Light to Dying Light 2 and said, okay, what did we nail... And how do we make that better? And what did we fucking suck at? And how do we just do something completely different? And obviously the storytelling, the lack of player impact on the world, especially when it comes to like, there was no such thing as clearing zombies in that game, which I guess is fine yeah. if you like that. What was that Frank West zombie game in the Dead mall? Rising. Dead, Dead Rising. Rising. Yeah. yeah. It kind of works <laughs> in like a Dead Rising type game. Right? Where you never really feel your impact on the world because there's countless zombies, but in the same breath, it's also like you never just kind of that open world game problem where you just run back through empty areas with nothing to do. If anything, it feels like in Dying Light 2, there are, uh, at least on normal, fewer zombies out and about. It's not a bad thing. There are more at night on the streets and stuff. Uh, but during the day, it's like you can avoid them really fucking easily. So it does break down, but at the, it also wants you to go out at night, not just for extra experience like it was in the first game, because that was really outside of fixed missions. The only reason you go out at night and you'd cheese it outside of base, running around in circles and occasionally fighting and then jumping back inside where they couldn't get to you was to get the extra XP gains. Because <clears throat> if you yeah. die, you also lose uh, XP, which is not great. So you were basically like avoid the night. Whereas in this one, it's like, well... Dying Light 2, you might want to go out at night, 
because the zombies that sleep during the day to avoid the sunlight because the I think the more the older the zombie is the slower they are because it's got this cool like kind of mythology to it <clears throat> or at least um, world rules the older ones are the slower ones the newer ones are the faster ones but the newer ones are more vulnerable to sunlight to the point where the sprinting fuckers you don't really ever see them during the day and if you do you kind of lure them out of the shadows into full sunlight and they start like taking hits and getting yeah like basically like vampires getting fucked up yeah and it slows them down and you smash the shit out of them if they stay for too long because they will if you keep fighting them they just die they just fucking die in the sunlight but so they during uh, the day tend to be sleeping inside in high loot areas or areas where you get to these um inhibitors which you need three of to buy one upgrade for either Parkour or combat. No three anymore. They got rid of the survival path, which is fine. You don't really miss it. Um, But so going out at night, it's it's not just like, oh, I'll sleep now or oh, I'll go exploit some XP. You're like, well, I kind of want to roll around at night. But if you're running on the streets like you do during the day or you can during the day to get around without worrying about zombies, they've got fucking screamers on every corner. They scream. Those sprinting fucks come out. They run faster than you. So even if you're outrunning them, they will hit you in the back and shit and they come out of unexpected places for some really awesome jump scares um, to try to stop you from your running. So it incentivizes you then to not just be running in straight lines, but to be parkouring the fucking everywhere, swinging, jumping, gliding. This is a parachute in it now, of course, which is utter fucking garbage when you first get it. (laughs) Um, But like you can see why it's there because... They've put a lot more effort into verticality in yeah. this one, which is which is great. So you spend a lot more time on rooftops, and that's they've also built a whole mythology around that, with like the idea that well, the survivors don't want to be on the streets because that's where the zombies are, and the fast ones, the climbing ones, they're sleeping during the day because the sunlight fucks them up. So they've built you know um, their homes and you know their food sources and stuff are all on rooftops. So you get these super populated rooftops. Mm. Uh, so you spend a lot of time up there. And then, of course, when you eventually get the grappling hook, which somehow, they didn't get the note, comes even later in the fucking game. <laughs> and, like, as far as I'm aware, and, I mean, God, like, I actually believe that there's 500 hours of content in this fucking game. I've played 40 on one path. And I'm assuming that 500 hours includes if you, you have to replay and do things with different decisions. But having compared notes with a little one other reviewer there is a boss fight that i didn't get <clears throat> because of a decision that i made like like that level stuff and like oh mm. what happened how did that play out oh i did this and this and he's like you know when this happened i'm like i don't know what you're talking about man i'm like thinking oh shit did i just forget about part of the story and i'm like <laughs> no what decision did you make here so there's like on a top mm. level there's you're choosing between the peacekeepers the pks and the survivors um, and th- like that's fairly standard, right? It doesn't really mean much. Uh, but when you start to do things like there's um, water sites and power sites where you can divert water or power <clears throat> to your choice, you can alternate between factions or you can go all in on one. And I went all in on um, survivors purely because. All of their upgrades, which you can see at the beginning, but you only get one per station, is um, parkour-based. So 
they do things like adding uh, little airbags <clears throat> on the ground that when you hold jump as you run over it, it launches you in the air. Just simple things like that. Later on, you get an upgraded one. They had this crazy cool thing, which is so stupid, but also so cool, which is basically like a punching bag on the edge of a building that you tackle and you fall off the building with it and you take no damage. So it's an, <laughs> a descender on demand. Uh, you can also get a combat ability that lets you do that to people, <laughs> which is <laughs> awesome. fucking cool. So I was actually, because I'm just like, when you were upgrading your... Uh, combat it buffs your health and when you upgrade your parkour it buffs your stamina stamina is really important early on you know you lose stamina for hanging off stuff and for jumping and shit like that so you start to get a feel for the kind of parkour puzzles like uh, jumping puzzles that they're, they're out there and they're, they're actually really like some of the best parts of the game are those uh, despite the really cool bone crunching limb severing combat those were my favorite parts of the game with the parkour puzzles. You get a feel for the jumps that you can make and then you maybe unlock this ability that where you would normally just vault over, you know, uh, waist high cover. Just vault over it as uh, you can do that from the start of the game. But then you press the kick button as you vault and it gives you a boost. You're like, oh, okay, so I've got this extra little jump now and then you unlock wall running. And then so you're doing wall running and then you unlock vertical wall running and you're like, so you start stringing this shit together along with the parachute that I basically just used more as a, I'm falling off a building and I'm going to die. <laughs> Fuck mm. thing more than anything else. Uh, and to cheese some of the like Ubisoft tower type puzzles that unlock safe zones, <clears throat> um, which is on me because you can do them other ways. Uh, the grappling hook as well. And there are still some puzzles that I'm like, uh, parkour puzzles. I'm like, I can't fully wrap my head around how to do it. I know where I've got to get to, but I just don't know how to do that yet. I'm going to come back to that. And just that idea that like in the first game, you know, they, they constantly were dropping uh, the military drops, supply you know, supply drops. Things, yeah. So they've fucked that off. But what they've done is they're like, the supply drops have happened. But what we're going to do is we're going to put them on really high places uh, and you're going to see yeah, the parachute yeah. hanging off the side of the building and you're going to look at it and you're like, I want to get there. And then you'll try to get there early on and you're like, I can't, I can't get there, fuck this. And then you'll come back later with a bit more equipment and some more upgrades and you're like, oh shit, I can do this now. And like, I'm not one to get vertigo in games, but there's some of these puzzles where you're like two, 300 meters off the ground, you know, uh, swinging off like poles to jump around a corner after wall running to throw a grappling hook to arc around the corner and just hoping that you have enough fucking stamina because you don't know where this run ends and you don't know when you can get <laughs> back onto solid ground and then you make it you feel like a fucking god and this what game you don't you don't you fall <laughs> you fall like a dog uh, the parachute has stamina as well which i think what? is more gamified than logical <laughs> right okay. so you don't just abuse it and it takes probably a little bit too long although that may be hidden behind an upgrade who knows to pop so you can't you know like battlefields of old where you'd be like five meters off the ground and you'd pop yeah. your shoot hot drop and shoot everyone on the back you can't do that but when you run out of stamina with the parachute as long as you keep it on you'll just basically descend in a bad way i don't think right. you lose health or anything but you right. can't continue to go laterally you can't really go laterally unless you get the first upgrade first upgrades require military chips military chips are on those parachute things so upgrading stuff is 
Yeah, it becomes a choice. Like I never upgraded my UV light because I'm like, I need two military chips per first upgrade and then I need three for the seconds. I'm not wasting my shit on this fucking UV light. As helpful as it is at nighttime um, and <clears throat> as you know, logic defying as it is when you've got these creatures sprinting at you and you're like, just turn a, turn a light on them. It'll be fine. And they just stop dead right in front of you. It does, yeah, it does atmosphere really well. The world's fucking cool. The story is, oh man, it's just, it's got such a diverse range of quality. Like there's genuinely hilarious moments. There's some genuine pathos moments. There's a lot of stuff that just misses the mark though. Uh, it's constantly overwritten. Thankfully, you can skip through conversations, you know, um, add subtitles. Woo! But and when you get to the end, it's like Return of the King. You know, it has like 15 endings. Uh -huh. You're just like, well, this has got to be the last. No, this has got to be the last. And help me out here, fellas. Is it video game logic to call the part of an open world game where you might want to consider doing other stuff the epilogue? Because that upsets the word nerd in me because an epilogue should be after the story has I finished. Think it's and traditional. I wasn't sure yeah. if it was gamified, but it has this bit where it's like you're entering the epilogue Go basically implies. It doesn't say you won't be able to come back, but go do your other shit. Okay. That's about oh, two no, or three. Oh, no, that's pretty weird. No, no, no. Yeah, no, that's not how that would work. Right. So they just used the wrong word. Sorry, Techland. Um, easy bug fix on that one. <laughs> just right end of story. Because uh, about yeah. three hours. Now, I deliberately made a decision at the end of the game, no spoilers, that had consequences that might have meant I wasn't able to play Endgame. <laughs> oh. But thankfully it ignores the fuck out of that. So right. I'm actually glad because I was like, the reviewer in me was like, I want to see if I can break this. And the fan of the game in me was like, I still want to do stuff in I this world. I back up my save game. <laughs> well, yeah. you can't save scum. Um, it automatically saves. It's quite generous with that, actually. Like, you'll die, you'll lose your points, some points, uh, experience points, but it will just drop you off at the nearest safe zone. Right. Including with whatever progress you had on the mission. So if you've killed everyone but the big boss, you just jet back there and everyone's dead. Or everything you looted, which as a loot fiend, oh, lifesaver because I obsessively loot fucking anything that can be looted. Even when the game is telling me like, this is a story mission and the last 10 zombies you looted had nothing in them. We don't want you to loot. I'm like, yeah, fool me 10 times, you know. Um, but gotta see, it's- Gotta see about number 11. Exactly. And then you know what? There was nothing in it. It's uh yeah, it's a shitload of fun. The, the combat, I think- is like the way that I treat the combat is it's like you're choreographing a zombie spinoff for a, a John Wick zombie spinoff, right? The more you unlock, the more you get to play with your food. So it starts off real basic in that you've got light strike, heavy strike, cool. It fairly early or you, and you can also block. And if perfect blocking equals parry, it's quite generous with that, at least on normal. And when they, when you get the parry, it does a slowdown thing. The person buckles over for some reason. Um, <laughs> I don't know why. And then you can vault over them and then boot some other motherfucker nearby in the face, which is a good way to start a combo. Later on, you can unlock that amazing wrestling kick where you go sideways with two legs out. The I don't lariat. know what it's called. Lariat. 
Oh, oh, thank you. A lariat kick, which you may recall from the first game, if you ever unlocked that, was just incredibly hilarious because it just sends people tumbling and it does the same thing here. Um, but they've balanced it a little bit more, I feel, because when you do that, you're stuck on the ground for a couple of seconds before you can get back up. So when you do that in the middle of like a group of five dudes, they just stomp you basically <laughs> while you're trying to get back up. You might've got rid of one of them, but you haven't gotten rid of the other. So you kind of got to respect them a bit. When you do get swarmed, they will fuck you up and some of the bigger enemies will really fuck up your shit. But I, I never found like certain other games that I can't talk about um, that it was going out of its way to just one shot kill you all the fucking time this game from a design level feels like it wants you to win a fight with a bee's dick health rather than it wants you to die in that fight in a parkour situation where you're jumping and you maybe feel like i jumped a little early it gives you that little tiny teleport at the end to make you make the jump when you run out of stamina on the final pull up a building it doesn't drop you off the building it counts that as you got up so this constant like it's middle of the screen reminder that you are a badass and it's this player empowerment rather than oh yeah you know technically you missed that by two centimeters so we're just going to make you fall down and it just adds this flow to the game that is really good which becomes very jarring when i think they've got some issues with um treating the character as a physical entity in the world especially as it relates to uh crouch movement Getting into vents is very tricky for some reason. Um, you get stuck a lot after crouching or even sliding. If you exit a slide too early, you will look like you're standing up, but you're, it's like your bum is stuck and you can't do anything <laughs> about it. So you kind of got to wiggle out or you abuse the slide. Slide is also broken. This feels like an easy fix though, in that any sort of movement plus crouch will slide. So if you want to, go into a stealth mode oh i want to crouch down and stealth these guys it will slide instead so you have to literally stop moving forward or any direction press crouch proceed so it's just kind of like instead of every other game where you maybe have another button for slide or you hold it versus tap it registering as crouch versus slide it just is a bit over the over the top and you know there's there's, there's jank on top of that but like for the most part fantastic game I'm really looking forward to playing it in co-op. Uh, the time of talking, we're not even, I think co-op is technically available as of today. They've asked us not to play it until tomorrow for there's another co-op patch. But I've never like gotten to the end of a game after like what, 40 hours I've put in and gone, I cannot wait to either continue playing this, like jumping into other people's games co-op or I've ordered two copies to play with uh, Katie and we're just going to start again and I'm just going to let her make all the decisions because apparently you can vote on the decisions which I didn't mm. know was a thing which kind of suggests that maybe story progress does I don't know maybe they are doing story progress probably not who knows but I've, I'm really looking forward to seeing what decisions she makes uh, and seeing how the story plays out differently I think you know the beginning and the end are ostensibly the same from what I can gauge the prologue and the epilogue as they call them uh, there is a prologue, but uh, yeah, the the middle bit seems to be where things change. Uh, and had I invested right. in the peacekeepers, I would have got the things that you had in the first game, like uh, car traps. And I think that they start people add like uh, mountable weapons, and then you get this crossbow that is apparently 
incredibly OP because basically, as far as I can tell, they've ditched guns entirely from this game and I don't think it's worse for it. Uh, you've got a bow, but guns... I could build a shotgun, like a shitty shotgun that had two shots and cost so many resources to build that it wasn't worth doing. And it was, you know, basically used to kind of stun bigger enemies. But there's, yeah, this game, if they can get the co-op right, like assuming the co-op works and it's not one of those we didn't want to play co-op before release because we hadn't got it working or we needed to patch it to make it work. Um, in which case, you'd cope that they would just say it. It's it's going to be a lot of fun. A lot of people are going to have a fucking awesome time with it solo. Like, I loved it solo. Cannot wait to play again in co-op. And the fact that they've already committed to five years of updates is yeah. awesome. And, and they've demonstrated that commitment with Dying Light the first. Yeah, they're still, as far as I'm aware, adding stuff I mean, to Dying Light. I mean, they might stop now, but... Didn't didn't delete my save game when we went back in. Uh, what? <laughs> I, I mean... They were the guy sitting there at Techland being like, right. he's fucking he's, on again. He's logged in, this fuck. Delete his cloud save. Fucking yeah, doing, a, doing. Man, that would be fucking hilarious if they just kept doing that. Just just that one guy. Let's just uh, fuck that guy. He's yeah, never changing his The red his light goes off in yep. the room at the top. Oh. He's they back. pick up the phone and they're like, he's back, sir. Yeah, let me know when he gets <laughs> Get to the him. grappling hook. <laughs> there is one thing I want to add. I'm a little cautious to add it. Talk to Joby about it. But do not go back and watch the E3 2019 or Gamescom 2019 gameplay walkthrough of uh, Dying Light 2 until after you've finished it. Now, there's... There is evidence to suggest that there is uh, different impacts on the world based on different decisions and playthroughs, which I think is fucking cool. I just cannot see They made how... a big deal about that. Yeah, yeah no, and that's there. But I, the way that that gameplay trailer ends, and I'm deliberately being vague, I cannot see how that could possibly be limited to one decision in the game in its current form i have a sneaking suspicion it might come back down the track in some sort of dlc but it seemed like i mean i'm 100 percent happy to be wrong on this and fucking they deserve the biggest ups in the world if they've gone this way because the implications of the end of that video were so big in terms of a new area and new zombie types and i didn't get to experience it i got to go to that place that was there but it didn't play out at all like that video now again would love to be wrong on that but i have a sneaking suspicion that it maybe got changed around uh and maybe they're gonna do something with it later but there was also some gameplay mechanics in there that again i cannot 100 comment on that aren't, are not in the game they may be hidden behind upgrades which again it's tricky to find enough upgrade things to fucking fully upgrade your grappling hook for instance but the grappling hook was used a little bit more actively in combat and it doesn't appear to be that way in its current form uh, in the game. So whether they add that later, I don't know, whether it was just cut. You know, we've seen this before where people release a game trailer and you're like, holy fuck, that looks intense. They've gone all out. Look at those gameplay features. And then you get to the final game and they're like, they've cut shit. And yeah. I think depending like, on how oh long- Oh my God, they didn't include that puddle. Yeah. They didn't include the puddle in Spider-Man. <laughs> you both it. said it. I love that. I'm yeah, gonna so, go fucking right in the streets. So Where's my puddle? There's that stuff, and then there's actual gameplay things that 
you know, I think people like if you remember a gameplay thing and then it's not there, mm. you, you kind of have a right to feel disappointed. Not that you've been sold a lie, but you've been jazzed up about something that hasn't since been corrected as to whether it's in the final game. Yeah. And I guess why would they want to do that? Uh, but I remembered that video. And then after I finished the game, went back and watched it and went, oh, yeah, shit. There was fucking stuff in there that I would love to have seen in this game. It doesn't make it completely disappointing or whatever it's just like it could have been even more or if it's in there fuck i will find out that's the yeah. cool thing about this game is it's going to be like at least a month or two before yeah. some yeah, crazy wiki it, technically well some wiki fiends have gone through and branched you know all the narrative decisions and the the different impacts on the world and stuff and that's going to be fascinating to see how that maps out it's also a 500 hour game and you've only played 40 so yeah i know i'm not even 10 percent of the way through so fucking suck on that amateur (laughs) yeah um but so like the 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 combat and the weapons there's like rarities on the weapons and there's the crafting of like combining them with that's all still there yep uh weapon rarity seems to in a good way be kind of linked to your level so as you explore more into the world even if you go back to earlier areas i think i was finding weapons that were still not like oh it's a level one weapon with 20 damage they were closer to the damages i was expecting uh they've also enhanced the mods so it's not just single mod per weapon you can now add mod to like the blade to the handle to improve something like durability durability is already fantastic out of the gate at least on normal um and yeah so you can like mix and match some of them but or you can go all out and i made this axe which had like three spots of flames on it and motherfuckers caught on fire (laughs) yeah that was a good thing about dying light is the focus was on a lot of what the stuff i liked about it was most of it was melee weapons it was like pistols and shotguns but most of it was like police baton batons and uh you know samurai swords and stupid things like that and combining them with car batteries and making them electric and what's the dumbest um, weapon that you've got they're all all pretty uh no they're all pretty grounded even like the remember the giant bits of rebar from the first game that you would get off the the bruiser types yeah they they have that but they've like built on it like someone deliberately went and you know made it bigger and beefier and even with this amazing amount of stamina that i have you lose like this massive chunk just for swinging the fucker normally uh it does pretty good damage but i like it's because I didn't fall in love with too many weapons in that game, except for the the two-handed like claymore sword, which I don't even think I modded. Oh, no, I put an electrical thing on it and that was it. And I was very sad when it disappeared because it was this perfect mix of like speed and damage. And it it's like the combat is kind of like a simplified version of chivalry. You know, with that um, specificity of where you want to hit and the damage feedback from that hit even if it's just a little blood splatter or react you get that and this kind of has a bit more hand holding when it comes to where your weapon ends up but like you do a single swing and then your weapon stays on this side unless you take a hit so it's going to swing back the other way so you can really like i was cutting off fucking zombies legs 
cutting off the arms of dudes who were attacking me uh, and decapitating a lot of people. But like I wanted, that was my intention. This swing is going to take off your head and there it goes. And just that. And also you can do it rarely, but you can cut motherfuckers in half. And I'm not talking about neatly like Darth Maul styles. I'm talking like shoulder to opposite hip in half. And that is fucking badass. Fuck yeah. Samurai styles. Yeah. Did I slide... Slide apart like in fucking equilibrium. Fucking how good is that bit in fucking equilibrium? No, that is that is a good bit. But the physics engine, like outside of a few fails, is so fucking good that like because they're moving at the time, they just kind of fall apart. But I hunted a dude, um, and he ended up upside down between a box and a wall, and he had his leg wrapped over the box and his arm beneath where his neck was hot. And I'm like, that's actually like kind of perfect physics for how that should have ended up. But in games, you're so used to, you know, oh, quick, make the ragdoll spaz out until it gets to the position that we're used to, or it just goes, you know, stiff as a board and it's not. And I was like, that's, what the fuck? Like, what level of detail have they done here? But in the same breath, there's like funny bugs. Like when you decapitate people, sometimes it activates a, like a throat cut um, animation. And so this headless person falls to the, their knees while clutching their throat uh and then they writhe around a little and then they fall over and they kick and it's like a 30 second thing and i'm like dude you ain't got no head like <laughs> what are you doing i think i've got a clip that I'll, I'll share with you guys later where i just watched this dude do it like and he's hanging half off the edge and as soon as he finishes like his body flattens and then he just falls off the edge <laughs> yeah. but that stuff's hilarious and they'll How fix many that different death animations are there there must be a fucking bunch it feels like yeah, there's a there's a lot, but like when you can get to that stage where you're predictably uh, tearing someone apart, how you would want like your intention is I'm gonna take that zombie's leg off because it's annoying me, and then it's just kind of crawling around. You're like, this is fucking sick. It's really like yeah, the, the oh, combat in the first game was good when you got to a certain level and the weapons actually did damage. Like it was good. It was not amazing. Yeah. It was okay. And then you modded your weapons, like you were saying, Luke. And that's where you had the fun. Remember when you'd hit the dudes with the like electrical mod, uh, and on, especially on console, because I played some of it on console. You would have that tiny little frame hiccup that indicated they were about to woo, and they just like fly off into the distance and like hit another zombie, and they both get caught up. There's less of that, and I miss that stuff, but. When a company makes a five-year commitment to updates, which obviously isn't going to... It's going to include DLC and they'll probably throw some skins or whatever the fuck in there. You just like... There are some bugs that I had where I'm like, they're probably going to fix that either before launch or within the first week or month, whatever, right? And there's other stuff, which I'm sure people will find, where it's like, I feel like if they're going to fix this, right? Like when a company actually comes out and says, we're committed to this for however long. And certainly with the original game, at least Joby. once they've they've demonstrated that commitment with the previous game, you know, you can at least trust that they're, yeah. they're going to fulfill, they're going to follow through on that promise. And it's uh, not like a... You can't, so always, you can't always do, right? Like, you can't always trust that, that a company's actually going to fucking commit, right? No, like, it's, not a, it's not like a cyberpunk... Like, I don't mean this any way to be like a cyberpunk level disclaimer. The game is so buggy. Um, the other reviewer I was talking to seemed to encounter more bugs than I did. Um, but yeah, they're definitely bugs, but there's not so many bugs that you're like, oh, for fuck's sake. The weirdest thing about playing on PC is it has 
three different renderer modes. DirectX 11, DirectX 12, DirectX 12 ray tracing. It has DLSS, but it's like they've gone and muddied the terminology, I think maybe because of the AMD thing, but instead of having like DLSS and then whatever the other one is, or both in the same description, they've called it something else. So you kind of have to dig a little to find these these features. It was pretty much unplayable on my machine at 1440p with all ray tracing on. Mm. Um, at native res, but with DLSS, it was around 60, 70, which is all right. Um, yeah. But there's so many surfaces that you can see. <laughs> like, oh, wow, this is a nightmare for... It looks like there's so many reflective surfaces in this fucking game. But uh, yeah, for me, it was it's a game that is so fast and fluid that it feels like... I, I don't even know how I'm going to feel playing it at 60 frames to be honest, like on a, on a PS5. It's yeah. a game that feels like you should be playing at 100 frames plus just because it lends itself to that yeah. movement speed that you're like you're basically sprinting fucking everywhere, jumping around and shit. And when you're in combat situations where, you know, you're flicking the mouse around especially to kind of turn a heavy hit into a, like a lower hit or a higher hit or something and it pays off with that actually happening how you intended it to. Yeah, I think frame rate matters a fuckload more than certain next-gen games companies would have us believe. Dying Light was the the first game that I used my uh, 144 hertz monitor on. And that would have felt amazing, right? Yeah, it was weird. Well, I mean, it was weird (laughs) the first, like, couple of days when you're like, oh, this is is a lot. (laughs) Like, it looks strange to you. It doesn't quite look right. But then you eventually get used to it. Um, and now I'm like anything below 140, uh, f- f- fuck off. I can't do it. It's too hard. It's what like consoles shit. are tough, man. I know I'm, at the yeah. beginning of next gen, I, I said, I fucking hope that 4k 60 is the standard, you know, even for, um, fidelity mode. And I think that we're going to see games coming out that do not respect that rule. Uh, no. and I that mean, once, sucks. Uh, not until we get like DLSS, or whatever AMD's super res, super fidelity yeah. thing on consoles, because it's too it's too hard for them to do that. It's too much yeah. ray tracing and all that sort of stuff. But that's why you fuck off the the ray tracing, or have a third option that is thirty frames, ridiculous be, hotness or whatever. I'm gonna be intrigued whether or not this uh, fidelity super sampling extra alpha whatever uh how that works on a fucking 65 or 75 inch tv because it's okay on a 27 inch or a 32 inch monitor but once you get to a certain fucking size the the ai super scaling i just don't know if it's gonna fucking work you know like so i'm gonna be uh, it's gonna uh, maybe that's why it hasn't hasn't hit the consoles yet you know like i mean it barely worked worked when they put it in that other in far cry right (laughs) i think it's yeah i I want them to succeed with it because obviously it breeds competition it's just like intel's bringing out a graphics card we don't need another graphics card company but intel's bringing out a graphics card uh apparently i think if i'm remembering correctly they've talked about doing their own i take on dlss and fucking ray tracing all that shit that's good because and you kind of want people who aren't NVIDIA to occasionally win so it motivates NVIDIA 
to go harder or vice versa you know like intel rested on its fucking laurels with cpus and now it's getting fucking obliterated by amd that's no, good because it forces AMD. intel Luke, Luke, to go back shit. to the drawing your board your whole pc's amd <laughs> why it never works your computer is a piece of shit so <laughs> Uh, I didn't even mean to set that one up, boys. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like, co- the competition is good. And when you have NVIDIA dominating for as long as it's had, uh, and, and, you know, credit to them for, like, almost competing with themselves, you know, like the, the, the jump between 20 to 30 series and stuff like that. I was like, if they were Apple, they would have, like, saved that 30 series technology for five years from now and just incrementally continued to upgrade. So kudos to them. But you kind of don't want them to lose that competitive edge, right? Because when you get market share like Intel has or like NVIDIA has, it would be understandable if you're like, yeah, we're just going to fucking phone it in this year. Yeah. Which you don't want. Like, you don't want the 40 series, which sure is coming uh to be just like what feels like a, a stopgap you know like a incremental upgrade you want it to wow like they've started to set that standard now that we're going to do wow stuff yeah. and amd is obviously chasing that but it would be cool to see at some stage uh, either an intel or an amd win on something that's not just for the budget per performance thing and you're like yeah but DLSS, fucking simple things like what we're using right now, NVIDIA Broadcast. Holy shit. Yeah. Like incredible application of hardware-based AI though. And that's the thing. That's what uh, AMD doesn't have right now, right? Which makes me wonder whether we won't see that thing on next-gen consoles until their pro, you know, versions, their three Uh, to four or five-year little upgrade. Yeah, because if it requires hardware... I mean, the, the proof in the pudding will be if the um, if that Switch 4K thing actually ever sees the light of day. So I have no yeah. doubt that it exists. There's been too many reliable leaks, <laughs> except yeah. Nintendo swears they're not working on it, but it doesn't mean anything because that and it the hardware logic makes sense. Just get the tensor cores on the mm. dock, right? Forget about trying to make the actual handheld thing uh, do 1080p or sorry, 4K. Leave that on the dock. And if you can do that with from 1080p to 4K, which is looks really good in DLSS stuff, that yeah. is going to be not just a win for Nintendo, not just a win for NVIDIA, but a nice little fuck you to, um, to AMD, right? Yeah. Even like the uh, Digital Foundry took a look at the um, new DLDSR um, that was added in the last last bent, uh, the last the um, last round of patches for NVIDIA. Uh, and I use that stuff. Like I always, I've got a 1080p monitor that I upscale to 1440p most of my games. Um, and so it's using that chip now, that AI chip to to do that, but using a different type of renderer. Um, and so they looked at like how that benefits frame rate and quality and, and the different ways you can sort of do it and combine it with DLSS and the type of results that you get. And it's the thing of like, all right, it's 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 pretty good where it is right now, but then you think about where like DLSS was when it first launched, and when we got to a point where where DLSS what two point three now, um, and what will that technology look like in a year and a half from now when they've had more time to work on it, and what games are going to look like in two years when you're using DLSS plus 
deal uh deal dsr yeah. and then combining those two technologies to to power games and yeah and then what else have they got in the pipeline to sort of work with these ai chips it's yeah, it's going to be very interesting. <laughs> well, just the idea that on PC, especially, that it used to be fidelity or frames. And, you know, as competitive gamers, we all know that from multiplayer, right? Uh, and now, uh, instead of NVIDIA being like, well, we'll feed that thing that is so normalized, they're like, well, why not both? You know, what if we were able to do both? And I've got a, what, a 3070 Ti um, and with DLSS able to play um, Red Dead Redemption 2 60 frames per second constant or above uh, mm. 4K mm. res, like ultra settings. Yeah. And it's just like that card shouldn't be able to do that. It just shouldn't. It's not sold as a 4K card. Uh, it's sold as like a 1440p kind of powerhouse at a price. Yeah. But it's just the serendipity of joya and now i'm like i went out and bought a 4k monitor because i'm like i can actually viably play single player games at 4k 60 thanks to dlss a lot of the time i'm like that's fucking cool yeah hell yeah it's super cool like yeah i'm i'm most excited to see what intel does to this entire fucking arms race because i think they must be coming with some heat it's here um, right isn't that the rumors it's coming this year yeah yeah that is it uh and and they've been doing shit with that ai for longer than nvidia have maybe not these specific applications of it but i think with a little uh i don't know a a nod in the right direction from nvidia a, a tip the hand as to where they're going or what they're trying to do i think intel has the potential to to do some really fucking incredible you know what they need to do fucking drop it and make it be cheap like bring these these prices back down like two thousand dollars for a card is insane yeah they'd have to like you'd hope that nvidia amd and intel are all thinking about this but the the idea that you can somehow hardware bake into uh, a gpu that it is it cannot be used for mining They've Almost like that, they? they're doing it now. They've they started. Oh, yeah, there, there are cards. Yeah, it's a, it's it's not common in the Australian market, but there are a lot of cards in the in the mix now that can't be used for mining at all. This needs to become the standard, and that way miners just don't look at that's not a viable option. Okay, we'll move the fuck along or release mining cards i think which they've done that too some of them are doing right like so yeah but also yeah like the fact that people still can't find 3080 cards that have wanted to buy them since launch yeah is fucking damning and i get Mm. that you know pandemic hasn't helped but it's gonna feel weird like it felt weird whenever nvidia was releasing another 30 series card when the 40 series comes assumedly this year if they do it um that's gonna feel like like people are going to be pissed and you're going to understand why you're like yeah because they still can't buy fucking last gen's card because 20 series cards have like not just kept their value they you can get more probably for a used 20 series card as long as you didn't use it for mining um then you paid for it yeah and even 10 series cards are still looking hot like that's fucked yeah it's bananas it's way out of control that entire market's fucked uh and I don't think it's going to change all that soon. It's not. It's not crypto. It's just. It's fucking rare earth metals. It's 
chipset yeah. manufacturing like fucked all along the along the line. So yeah, they're not going to fix that quickly, unfortunately. And a production line debt that was impacted by too many things, right? You had yeah. COVID plus the launch of two next gen consoles with fucking 30 series cards plus AMD's cards plus smartphones, I think. Whoever else uses these goddamn chips. Uh, all happening cars. in a very, yeah. yeah, cars, in a very, very close thing with pandemic impacted and a lot of manufacturing stuff um, happening, I think, in countries that were pretty hit hard by it. So there was, if, if you have like a week or two of no manufacturing, let alone plus all those other things, you're fucked and you're going to struggle to keep up with demand because I don't think, and the more people are at home, right? I don't think the urge for people to have better graphics cards has gone away. So we have no. more disposable time these days, not necessarily disposable income as, you know, some people with work stuff. But assuming that people are still working normally, then they have more money because they're traveling, you know, less to get to work, not buying lunch at the work because they're doing it at home. Like just all these little things where it's like, I've got more disposable income and not being able to buy the product that you've like, I've got the money, I, w- I want to buy it. And they're like, we don't have stock. Just, yeah doesn't feel like it's a good thing and doesn't feel like the right climate to be we're launching the next thing now yeah make the next thing make the next thing better but yeah maybe it's okay if there's not whiz bang stuff this year but i'm sure that they'll see it differently i'm sure that there are the you know they've got their fucking stockholders to worry about and if Intel, if one of them comes out with the the new hotness and it's actually available before any of the others uh, it will be a desperate position to be placed in for whichever yeah. company gets ones up there. Going to have to get back on Intel's radar, Jeremy. <laughs> <laughs> nah, nah, mate. Yeah. It's, it's trash. It's trash, mate. It's trash. Go all in, buddy. Just go all in. Get that Such synergy a... going between CPU and GPU. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, none, none at all. I'll, I'll be like, oh, yeah, the, the fucking civil war inside my CPU case. Yeah, you'll have like a ARM chip. That's it. You go on yep. phone chips now. You can yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, I only play mobile games anyway. It's easy. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, let's let's wrap that up. Um, so Dying Light 2, very good. Out uh, out now, I guess, by the time people hear this. Or v- very soon after Friday? they hear this. Is this Friday? Yeah, it comes out Friday. Yeah, it comes yeah. out Friday. Yeah. Good stuff. I'm, I'm looking forward to playing it. Uh, so we'll Me talk about it too. next week. All right, let's do some news. Wrap things up. Hey, you thought January was big. It still kept going. Sony is acquiring Bungie for $3.6 billion. That was the news we woke up to this morning uh, to wrap up the January sweepstakes of picking up everything and everything. Uh, Yeah, I mean, uh, this sounds like it was a deal that was in the works for quite a few months. Um, Obviously, we've talked about Activision being bought out by Microsoft, which will be done um, probably next year. Uh, this one will be a, a lot sooner because it's not as not as big a deal. Uh, but still, three point six billion for the creators of Halo. Uh, obviously, their their next big game was Destiny, uh, which is still being played to you this day. Oni. Next big game was Oni. Um, what? Oni. I made. It was before Halo, wasn't it? Yeah. The next biggest game. Oh, right, right, right. Was what about Myth the Fallen Lords? Myth the Fall? I never played that one. What, did you play no. Marathon? Yes. 
I had a my I had a housemate who insisted I play marathon before Halo. Otherwise, I wouldn't appreciate. You wouldn't get it. Halo. <laughs> what? No wonder you don't like Halo anymore, Jeby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fuck that guy. <laughs> uh, yeah. But Oni was good. Oni was good. So was Myth. Fucking hard. Oh yeah. Real time tactics. Yeah, really. Yeah. Um, I wish they'd remaster it. They won't, but I wish they would. Yeah. Maybe they maybe they will now. This is the plan. This is Sony's plan well, all along. For PlayStation. Well, that's, for play, Sony yeah. seems to like PC now, just a little bit too late, you know, like a year after they've released something. But the what was it recently? God of War. Like that's oh, yeah. outsold Horizon Zero Dawn on PC. So it's it's good to see that we're a viable market. You know? Yeah. <laughs> I just wish I mean, they'd get that- the release closer to parity, you know? Yeah, so that that might be something to talk about. They they um so this deal. There's some interviews that went around this morning, uh, from was it Jim Ryan I think, um, talking about what this deal will entail. Uh, and it sounds like Bungie will be staying as sort of like an independent entity within Sony. Uh, they'll be self-publishing. They'll have the choice of whether or not they want to publish on multi-platforms. Um, Sony talked about how. Destiny 2 will remain a multi-platform game and also Bungie games going forward will also be multi-platform but is that a sneaky way of saying multi-platform means Sony, PlayStation and PC and not other consoles Um, I guess we don't know yet right? (laughs) Yeah but usually Uh, when they say multi-platform they're just talking about the consoles I mean they definitely could be dicks but you hope fuck I would think they wouldn't want to fucking uncork that bottle. I don't think, I don't think people are gonna fucking give a fuck if Bungie is if Destiny Three doesn't make it a fucking Xbox compared to the amount of people who give a fuck if Call of Duty wasn't on PlayStation. Like it would dwarf, like dwarf them. You reckon that was uh, part of that meeting? Exactly. You know, well, who's the uh, Phil Spencer rocks right. up and he's like, hey. We're not gonna we're not gonna take Call of Duty away from you because and he's just like he's just fully in the know, right? He's like because we feel that would be a real dick move to take away something that is so integral to the PlayStation culture. We would just never do that to you. You know what I'm saying, right, guys? Like <laughs> I we swear. just don't see we just don't see that in in the game's destiny. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yes. You know, like <laughs> Yeah. We're not saying we wear halos, but uh <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I've said this before. I would love to see it happen. I think that that guy is a corporate assassin and that, you know, his autobiography, posthumous, of course, is going to be just this incredible, like, dismantling and backroom deals and stuff. I hope. He's too nice, you know what I'm saying? He's, like, too too yeah. nice, but, like, legitimately backs up his claims as well. Like, he's he's good for gaming, in my opinion. But I just oh, think, yeah. nah, he, behind closed doors, this guy is, like, getting shit done, right? Yeah, <laughs> there has to be. Kicking, kicking kittens or something every time he walks into a room. No, not that, just companies, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Even just the Activision thing, where he's like, "Oh, a bit of controversy going on. I reckon, uh, I reckon we could buy you." <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, this is we talked about uh, it recently. I guess the last couple of weeks with that whole Activision being bought out, um, and how that was. I mean, we get to a point where I feel like this is not a. Well, we talked about how it's not a good thing for gamers overall, right? 
but they're still that they're talking about with the the words they're using in terms of like Bungie staying independent they're having their they're going to self-publish still being multi-platform like that seems like a much bigger win for gamers in the long run if this stuff will be on other platforms still how how have you bought someone if you haven't bought them <laughs> with well, 3.6 billion right how have you not bought exclusivity if you've paid 3.6 billion for a company hey we bought them they're still multi-platform they're still independent i'm like so you haven't bought them you just gave them 3.6 billion dollars i mean that's really nice of you i mean but at the end of the day like sony's still gonna get whatever the profits are coming out of this and we also don't know yet what um fuck i can't remember the name of it anyway sony sony has some sort of game pass thing coming right this year rumored to be um what if it's just like all right it's multi-platform but it's free on our game pass thing for some reason i got spartacus in my head it's not called spartacus is it i don't think so why would it be that's ridiculous <laughs> I, I don't know I've, i think i've Good been Lord. playing too much fucking god of war no, it kind of makes um, sense you know because they stood up <laughs> after everyone else had already done it Ooh. oh snap sony <laughs> look out um but- but like Project Spartacus. No, I was right. It is called what, Project Spartacus. What does that even yeah. get them? That's and ridiculous. we've got the entire catalog of Bungie. Bungie. Well, no, so the rumor is that, that, that obviously, um, so, so Bungie left Activision, right? They weren't happy with the deal they were working on there. Destiny was al- always supposed to be a live service game with a 10 year plan. Activision didn't want that. Activision wanted Destiny 2. And so we got to this point where Bungie bought themselves out, ended up leaving Activision. Um, and from what we understand, we've heard Bungie's working on the next thing, that whatever the next thing is in their uh, pro- catalog. So it's not, not Destiny. Destiny 3. Yeah, right. No, no. It's, it's what, so obviously they're showing this stuff around behind closed doors somewhere. I'm guessing Sony has liked what they've seen. Uh, Bungie's got a track record of making a lot of money with their games. Um, And so why not jump on and try and get a piece of that? I just don't get why Phil Spencer wasn't like, you know, oh, you're going for 3.6 billion? Like I've got 3.7 in my back of my car right now, like cash. Do you want that? Because that, I mean, that's obviously a lot of money for us mere models, right? But that's chump change compared to a 70 was it 70 like, billion earlier earlier like mid mid of last year this acti deal was 75 billion and i like i i saved like nearly 10 percent right just by <laughs> yeah, just by seeding, seeding discord within activision blizzard uh, and uh so i don't know we could probably do like five five billy Five billy for Bungie? I, don't know. I feel like he wouldn't even need board <laughs> approval for five billy spend, you know, compared to the to the seventy. And like just the headline of you know Halo comes home or whatever. Like, sorry three four three, but um, you know, <laughs> you're bringing the OGs back into the fold. Like, <laughs> you buy Bungie and then make make Halo games again. <laughs> well, if, are they the same developers anymore? Like, come on. <laughs> Oh my but God. I think um, like hasn't Xbox had sorry but Bungie's got had a pretty rough relationship with Xbox over the last couple of years whereas Sony's 
done pretty good on on destiny i feel like yeah there was some exclusive stuff tied with destiny that's why i said five billions that are you know so yeah that's a big jump that's a big i think there was some bad blood from back in the day right like where they made Halo Reach, and that was going to be the last Halo, and then they're going to fuck off and yeah. make that Destiny. going to make their, their next thing, right? Destiny, and Xbox didn't want that. Oh, right. I didn't know that they didn't want it. It seems but weird. Xbox was right. Xbox was right. There you go, Joe. <laughs> but, like, God, so I'm... many years have passed, and so many people have moved on, and I think we've talked about this before, but when does a studio cease to be its pedigree? You know, oh, yeah. Like, who is yeah. still there that makes it, that place and i think that you can if you do the right thing pay the culture forward in a positive way you know like this is what we insist on and you hire around supporting that you know in a vision or you know if you're id tech or id software rather you want to have the the cream of the cream when it comes to shooter people whatever like you just make sure that you maintain that but some places kind of feel like i don't know who you are anymore relative to the games you're making right dice Right. I mean, was some it, of those deals also it have an active vision, though, in place. An active vision. That <laughs> He's gone and done it. <laughs> so th- those deals have in place like clauses where they'll say, we're, "We're taking you. You're not allowed to leave for five years." Like yeah. certain heads, right? And other cases, it's like, "Bobby, get the fuck out. Leave. Like as soon as you just, sign this thing, you're just going. a random name, Bobby. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Bobby. I don't know. Okay, yeah." <laughs> That's too obvious. That's too obvious. B. Kodak. B. K. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't think any, if you know, because you know how you can gamble on anything these days. I don't think there's any, like, gambling house that's backing him not getting the fucking door as yeah. soon as that yeah. ink is dried, right? Maybe before. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Um, anyway, all right. So I, I guess we'll probably hear a lot more about that as as things progress. Um, but this seems like it'll be quite a, a quick turnaround. Um, but yeah, there's not a lot of. I mean, who was it this morning? Uh, Jeff Grubb was saying that. Uh, oh, I guess uh, fuck Jim Ryan was saying as well in his interview. Like, we're not done. <laughs> there's yeah. more. There's more to come. Uh, but also, a uh, Jeff Grubb's podcast this morning was talking about. Um, how there's there's bigger acquisitions happening right now that we don't know about. What were that he, you know, that that haven't been announced that are in the in talk. So, you know, there's plenty of big studios out there. You're um, the next news on the list. Square Enix, <laughs> that sort of thing. But yes, the second big acquisition of the day was the New York Times is acquiring Wordle uh, for a seven now. figure sum. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Hey, it was it was fun while it lasted. It was. What's, uh, it what's, had a good what's run. happened now? Uh, more Americanized spelling. Huh? <laughs> oh, American. It was still Americanized spelling. Yeah, it know, was more. It already was. Yeah. Uh, no, yeah. if they put it behind a paywall, I'm not going to play it. It's not going behind the paywall. He, the guy said today it's going to be free. He said, for the, like for the for the immediate future, it would be not behind a play- paywall. I, the way I read that was like, you know, once it's out of his hands, it's out of his hands. Well, then he can go make Birdle too. I don't know. Birdle. Nice. That is good. Yeah, That's and it's good. six letters now. You don't have to guess five. What about Girdle? Girdle? Whatever you want. Birdle? It's all like belts? Shirtle? Um. Yeah, 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 yeah. No. Yeah. Right. Cunty. That's five letters. <laughs> <laughs> is that all it has favorite. to be? 
My favourite Loodle guess. It's always my starter in, in Loodle. Yeah. Is Has it ever been it? No. But it accepts it as a word, right? Oh, yeah, of course. All right. I found my new game. <laughs> and he just guesses it five times straight and he never wins. <laughs> Why does it never come to you? Maybe this time. <laughs> Maybe yeah. this time. Um, all right, moving on. Uh, this comes from a uh, an interview over at finder.com uh, from our friend. This is Chris Stead, right? Yeah. Uh, this is in relation to Ubisoft NFTs. He spoke to Nicholas Pouard. Pouard, is that how you say it? Uh, who is the VP Ubisoft Strategic Innovations Lab. Um, and uh, it, was, it was a big interview talking about um, their NFTs that they're doing at the moment and uh how that announcement went uh and one of the quotes that came out of it was from this vp at ubisoft basically saying that uh, it says here quote i think gamers don't get what a digital secondary market can bring to them uh it got a it got a lot of backlash this interview did um i don't, I don't know, know what man they thought was going to happen <laughs> yeah like they're very much on board with this like basically saying that gamers are sort of idiots and we don't know what we want uh but at the same time like saying like they don't understand what it can do but also like you haven't shown us anything or and you also haven't explained anything it's like you're saying all these words and and you know saying oh but you were able to sell your things and the items you can get and they can go on the market and you can make money off and it's like yeah but who like who asked for that like nobody like we've been doing that for years on fucking steam and it's not like this new innovative thing you're just tying it to this other stuff and trying to get a bunch of people invested in it to make a bunch of money right like make if sense. i'm gonna make fucking eight cents per sale yeah. of my ubisoft hat or whatever from from inside a hyperscape 2 yeah. uh then Where? <laughs> like what's what's the what's the you probably ecological cost? Gonna be rarer hat <laughs> what's the ecological cost that i'm cool with for the eight cent transaction there like like how much how many trees need to die for that eight cent transaction to be, you know, worth the, I guess the broad existential cost, it's hard to tell. Uh, like I just don't understand what they think they're gonna fucking get. Like first of all, gamers are idiots and they don't know what they know, uh, they they want. So I mean that's fair. It is fair, but you're not supposed to say it out loud. Yeah, right? I hate. <laughs> I know. I know. I'm an idiot. I know this. I know I don't know what I want, but I know that I don't want to be called an idiot. So, like, of all the things that I do know, I know that much. So, yeah, you're just not supposed to, to really lean in on that, but that's basically what they went with. I, I mean, I read the interview uh, on Finder. It was... Finder.com.au. Awesome. It was really Sorry, good. Finder.com.au. Yeah. Uh, Chris Stead wrote it. He's awesome. Uh, great, great writer, great interviewer. Uh, and he coached some really interesting answers out of these dudes. But it really does boil down to they think we aren't aware of the, the potential, but they refuse to explain <laughs> the potential. 
But it's limitless, Joby. <laughs> it's limitless. You know what? I think if they led with, we're going to get rid of uh, fucking in-game microtransactions yeah. and we're going to replace it with this, maybe that would be a better way to get people to come to it. But like, from the perspective of, you know, it was first it was like fucking DLC uh, and and then it was like pre-order shit that you have to pay extra for, but it's like a 200 kilobyte thing file that's unlocked so what's the value of that to then being microtransactions which are fucking everywhere and you know there are a lot of problems with rainbow six extraction but one of my biggest was loading up a game that i think they want 80 dollars for for a ps5 xbox series x version and there's a fucking store there on day one even before day one on review copies there's store to buy shit and you're like well which one is it is it a full price game or are you making money off this why is there a store in here as soon as i bought this game why are you at least not doing me the courtesy of fucking me down the track rather mm. than just being like we've normalized yeah. this so that's like you've got all that still around now dlc plus microtransactions so you're gonna throw another fucking thing in there and you're going to wonder why gamers are going to be like, we're a little fucking sus on yeah. you guys. Yeah. Well, that's the thing, right? Is they're trying to be sneaky and be like, initially they're saying, oh, no, no. It's like you'll play, uh, what was it? Ghost Recon, right? And you put more hours into it and you'll unlock these uh, uniforms and the uniforms will have a number on it. And that number is representative of you. And we're only giving out like 500 of them and, and then you can sell it if you want to and do whatever you want. They're being like, yeah, it's, that's so cool. But they're, they're doing, they're trying to be fucking dodgy because yes, that is how it starts. But then two years from now, when you load up a game and the entire marketplace is the thing you're talking about where you can jump in and buy skins, now the skins are exclusive and they're not $20 skins. They're now $600 skins and they're only doing 500 of them and all those skins have a number attached to it. Or there's a skin that's 15,000 and there's only one of them in the world. And like, that's the point we're going to get to in the, in this NFTs thing with Ubisoft is like, they're, they're, they're trying to play it like, oh, but it's cool. Like in-game rewards and things like that. But that's where they're going with it. That's like where they want to get to. And, yeah, and they don't give a fuck because they make a percentage, right? Like it doesn't, it doesn't work that way in practice, right? Either, right? Either someone's getting fucking scammed right or the market bottoms out real quick just as it did with fucking artifact cards just as it did with fucking like an artifact cards were fucking hot shit right at the start you could make some fucking cash on that stuff right uh so either it bottoms out like it did with artifact cards when nobody gives a fuck about the game right or the only reason any of this shit has value is in the initial purchase and then whatever fucking momentary bubble. They don't hold value, right? Uh, Drew cracked open a crate in fucking PUBG the week they started making it so you could crack open crates. crates and uh, and he, he made like 300 bucks out of it, right? And that whatever, that fucking schoolgirl skirt or whatever the fuck it was that he sold... It's not worth $300 anymore, right? Like, it just doesn't fucking hold. And if mm. it does, right, the, in the few cases where they do, like fucking knife skins in Counter-Strike, there's no reason to have fucking crypto in the fucking 
equation that it doesn't need to exist. Steam has already... It's, it's a... It's a solution fucking trying to find a problem. So we return to the fact that whatever they say they can like do and whatever they say NFTs can bring to the fucking table, they refuse to actually illustrate in a meaningful way what, what it is NFTs actually do that we haven't seen before, right? Because it's just because every every single fucking example they've given is just shit that already exists, already happens without NFTs. So yeah, uh, like it's 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 garbage shit, really. Yeah, like it's ridiculous. Yeah, and it's good. There's getting called out for it. Um, yeah, this this guy. I mean, it's. Super awesome that Chris, Chris got that interview. I don't know yeah. how he did that, but he got it. Um, Very well done. Which is awesome. So, yeah, if people want to go check that out, you can go to finer.com.au and, and read Chris's article. Um, and uh, I, I guess we'll be talking more about NFTs going forward because it's still something everyone's doing. Which is, <laughs> it's just what we're talking about now. Yeah. Meme 17 did one as well, didn't they? The last 24 hours. Oh, for worms, right? I don't yeah. remember what it was for. I saw the headline and immediately deleted the email. I don't usually do that, but I was like, yeah, we're entering the NFT. I'm like, why? What the fuck would you do? And it's they don't just make one game either, right? So they've all these other games, including Hell Let Loose, they're going to piss off the ripple, the ripple effect of, you know, it's a dirty it's a dirty term right now. And it's a dirty term because there is, yeah, there's ignorance around it, but they also haven't clarified it. So you should get yeah, Jung on at some point to talk about it. Yeah. Oh, we did. I did. No, he didn't really talk through the details, though. Like, yeah, I, I would love to give him another chance to explain all of the details on on what is supposed to be the purpose. Because I'm sure, like, Jung's a smart dude, and I'm sure he wouldn't dive in if he wasn't. He's also a pretty ethical dude. So if if yeah, if he wasn't if it wasn't ethically on the up and up, I don't think he'd dive in. You know, I I think he's a good dude. But yeah. So there must be something, right? There must be something that I mean, you know, I've said it before. I don't know the full fucking story. I'm clearly missing some shit. Uh Yeah, there must be some part of this equation that I just am not privy to. Or anybody, because they won't talk about it properly, right? Yeah. Yeah. And that's not on us, uh -huh. that's on them. Yeah, and then you saw like the Troy Baker stuff. He he stepped away from that today. He backed um, off, yeah. Uh, but that actually sounded interesting to me, like what that company was trying to doing. I don't really understand. What, that sounded the, like fucking insane shit. Why people were upset. Uh, are you crazy? So the plan was Troy Baker was going to sell NFTs that replicated people's voices using AI. His voice. By the fucking... Yeah, but like everyone, like the entire company, right? His voice was just part of it, right? But if an yeah. AI can replicate one person's voice, right? Mm -hmm. It's not that fucking hard to train it to do others. So what? They're just going to put fucking voice actors out of business and Troy Baker's fucking leading the charge? It's a smart plan. Well, his, his, his notion was that people, indie developers that 
um, wouldn't be able to afford him and he may not have the time could then use his voice to put him in roles I think that was what he what he wanted to do and I don't know if he it just wasn't explained to him well what else is going on or whether or not people realized what else is happening there but that's what I gathered from the interview that I saw with him like him you talking buy his dumb it. fucking voice for twenty dollars and then you license it out to fucking everyone everyone <laughs> that's what you do like alright yeah. well you're out of job Troy good one I hope it was worth it. Anyway. Um, Horn games. All right, last piece of news Horn here we've games. got. Uh, Hyperscape is getting shut down at the end of, uh, was it this month or April? I feel like I had April in my head. Don't we know? Are you okay, buddy, with this news? Um, I'm fucking gutted, man. It's I'm, April. Yeah. <laughs> this is rough. This is rough. 12th of it's July 2020 Royale, right? to, to April thirty one. So 31 days in April? I don't know. Uh, 30? 30. I'm going to go with 30. Uh, 30. 30. Think of the song in your head. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Damn. Hey, 12th of July to April 30. How many months is that? That's nearly, that's got 20, 21 months? 21 mm-hmm. months? It's 20 months longer than it should have lasted. So well done, Hyperscape. You did well. I mean, it's it's twenty months long, longer than it had a fucking player base, so you know, there's that too. But well done to Hyperscape for lasting way longer than it should have, because that game was bad from the start. Is it on Steam? No. He says, looking up Steam charts. <laughs> <laughs> Who are you? It's not going to be on there, is it? Damn it! Yeah, no, it was it was a Ubisoft um, Uplay thing. Uplay. Damn it! Oh well. It was it was to rope people into going to Uplay, and it worked. They're now the biggest <laughs> platform in the hundreds, <laughs> and all of their NFTs sell daily for just thousands of dollars. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, uh, um, not a good game. We talked about it a bunch. Just all the problems with that design-wise didn't work. My favorite part, and I couldn't find I couldn't find video of this. It's got to be yeah. around somewhere. But my favorite part will always be grabbing the crown at the end, which is one of the ways you could win, and then jumping into the bouncing ball superpower up, and then bouncing around for the fucking twenty five seconds it required to uh, to hold the crown to win. So I still remember your video of well, that, right? Like yeah. Eighteen people still alive, and I'm just bouncing around in a fucking ball. They can't Holy do anything about it. Shit. <laughs> That's why devs need to uh, cunt test games, don't they? <laughs> oh, my Lord. Amazing. Yeah. Hey, but for the two days when they were actively paying streamers to play that game, it was smashing on Twitch. <laughs> yeah. And then they stopped paying people. Uh, and then uh, nobody and everyone back, went back to playing Call of Duty. So there's nothing wrong with that as a starter, right? Like, that's how Apex went, wasn't it? Yeah. Especially because it, like, full stealth launched, and they're like, we're going to, you know, our plan is to pay some big Twitch people to play this. and yep. But then the difference being that that game was worth playing. They actually wanted to <laughs> Right, after the fact. Yeah. That's what you got to have after that initial hype period. People to yeah. stick around and uh, want to play it more. It's always a trick. 
All right. Well, that is yeah. the news. Unless anyone has bought any other company while we've been talking. Um, have we got any questions for this week, Joe? No, we don't have any questions. Oh, that's fine. Let's okay. let's move on here to our weekly plugs. Anything you want to plug for this week you've been working on or anything you've seen you want to hype out? Hey, go and watch The Father if you want to be either terrified or cry or both at the same time. Actually, probably both at the same time. That's my yeah. recommendation for this week. Do it. Anthony Hopkins um, is amazing. How good is Anthony Hopkins? Holy shit. I call him Tony. Me and Tones. Hey, hey, Hoppy. Tones and Tones and Hopso. I. Oh, yeah. That's what I should have said. Damn it. That's so, that's so <laughs> obvious. <laughs> I miss that. Tones and me, the oh, other man. guy. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, my recommendation is don't watch The Green Knight ever. Okay. Just don't. Don't pass out with it on so they think that you watched it. It's um, it's a trashy art house film and fuck it. And fuck the people that made you think that it was worth watching. <laughs> All right. All right. Anything uh, you think Luke. people should watch? It's <laughs> <laughs> uh, all about that positivity. Peacemaker? Oh, yeah. Peacemaker. Fuck Yellow you. Jackets? Uh, Resident Alien is back. It's all right. Holding out. Not as good as the first out. season. It's all right. Um, right. I don't think there's much else, right? Going on right now? No. Yeah. Oh, Book of Boba Fett uh, got better? Yeah. Hey, can't um, say why. Hey. <laughs> Why don't you tell everyone why with no spoiler tags? You can't. You can't do it. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, yeah coming for you, Drew. <laughs> what if this is it? This is the podcast. It's a pretend podcast. It's two hours and 40 minutes of us talking, but it's actually just for Drew. Just, we, just <laughs> we burn yeah, imagine. some sort of... Well, yeah, that's what we should have done. We should have worked out something. Just spoil the ending for, of Dying Light 2 for Drew. Just do it. Right now, go. So it would help if there weren't like 15 of them. But yeah. it would really suck, Drew, if at any time on any medium that I could spoil something for you and you wouldn't know it, wouldn't it? That's all. Uh, gold. Um, Luke, what do you got? Uh, I recommend uh, Ozark, the season four, the last season, first part of it is out. Uh, it's very good. Check that out. Yeah, I'm three episodes in, and it's very good. Well, oh hey, uh, I don't recommend. I don't recommend. Don't Domino's you say pizza, it? Because it made okay, my good. wife spew. Apparently, not, not way too much. Not a bottle wine. of wine. <laughs> yeah, uh, I recommend Domino's pizza. Yes, it's pretty good. Yeah, I think it's part of what saved me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, there you go. That is nice. the weekly plugs. Um, you can find us on iTunes, Android, Windows Store, Spotify, YouTube, all the places you get podcasts from. Uh, we are on uh, Discord as well. You can find us on Discord, thegapodcast.com slash Discord. You can jump in there and uh, talk about movies, TV, whatever's going on, NFTs. I don't know. What do people like these days? Everything. You can play video games as well. Uh, jump in the channel. We've played a bunch of... Um, uh, PUBG, I guess, recently. Yep. Um, maybe some Dying Light over the weekend. Play some co-op with cool. people. I'd like that. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Yeah. Up to four um, players. Like, Hell yeah. Really? Oh, that's cool. Fuck, I'm yeah, king. I believe so, yeah. Shit. As long as Job's got someone else to play with so he doesn't feel like he's coming last all the time. Um, 
He's okay with coming third. I thought that was the point of that <laughs> yeah. story. Um, but are no there more. any like small children that we can play with as well <laughs> that won't make Job feel as shit as what he normally is? Unbelievable. <laughs> 600 uh, episodes of this bullshit. If you're there, you can go to Discord. Please help us out. You can uh, also go to our website, thegapodcast.com. You can uh, read about all sorts of things that we've got feature-wise. Do we have anything going up for... We did have something, but it would have been in a couple of weeks. Uh, but that's going somewhere else now. All right, cool. I'm glad you've There might be another thing somewhere. <laughs> yeah. or, or up on there. I'm just I'm trying to work it out. I'm trying to work that um, out. Otherwise, you can go listen to all the other 600 podcasts on that website. Uh, some of them are there, some of them aren't. Uh, but it's all good stuff. Most of it is in chronological order. Um, so if you want to start at the beginning, it's probably recommended because this is a long-form story. Yep. Uh, you can also go to our Patreon. If you want to help support the show, you can go to patreon.com slash the GA podcast, become a recurring member, uh, help support the show. Greatly appreciate everyone's help on that we every do. month. Thank it you. helps pay the bills. So thank you very much. And thank best. you to everyone as well over the past... Uh, many many years you've listened uh, all of our fans for 600 episodes we love you yeah all three of you um both of you nate anything you want to uh pimp out you've been working on where can people check out your dying light review dying that'll light be too. on uh the biggest gaming website in the world reviews.org australia <laughs> we're growing gaming stuff there so yeah keep an eye on that um moving forward that's where my review will be going live or it's already live now. Uh, and I did a God of War PC review recently. You can check out there. Where I talk about how shit the end game is. Which nobody else does. Still a great game. But fuck the God end game. God of War. Yeah. Like the Valkyrie stuff or? No, oh, Valkyrie's fuck, fine. Fuck the final Valkyrie fight. The two like realms that are dedicated to just completely gamified. Uh, one's full the of poisonous rooms? gas where you challenge run around bullshit, to get yeah. loot. Oh. And the other one is, yeah, just the challenge rooms. It's just so weird and yeah. jarring to everything else that is so tightly, you know, narrative and world building meets gameplay. Anyways, it's just odd. I hope they fix that for Ragnarok. Ragnarok, yeah. Yeah. Um, cool good stuff alright well that is the show we'll be back next week with um, Dying Light uh, maybe some other things I don't know we'll we'll see what it sort of Work comes down the pipeline we'll right? it out yeah we'll Are figure you? that out anyway thanks Nate for joining us this week it's uh, you couldn't you couldn't come around for the end of the year podcast because you had the big C apparently um, uh, no, we talked was a big about C. this <laughs> <laughs> It's not the big C, and he didn't have the little C either. So, uh, okay. the, so little C is a cold, medium C is COVID, and then the big C oh. is cunt. No, cancer, right? Cancer. Yeah, which Fuck is also cancer. a cunt. So, mm. yeah, I, I guess I'll see you guys for episode 700. <laughs> or end of or 2022 if I'm not sick. No, best, the yeah, best, 2022? The best, 2022. Oh, yeah, that's this year. We're nearly halfway there, I think. It feels like it. Yeah. After yeah. this uh, month, it'll after, probably after feel February, like it. yeah, it'll be it's a it's a downhill run to the end of 2022. You get yeah, to Saints Row. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Have you guys predicted uh, Goaty for this year? By the way, uh, only every other time I've talked about Elden Ring, but Elden uh, Ring, yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Luke, same for you, probably. I I, I don't know. Oh, you don't do it. 
No, I just think it's funny it. because like two years ago we did it's gonna be Battlefield Six. <laughs> Oh, and no, uh, that why? didn't work why, out so why? well. Why? It's, 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 no, it's why? funny. Come on, it's why? fucking we funny. We want to end on a positive note. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So, right, so you're going to pick... Uh, I what don't do you know. Got? What do you got, Nate? Come on. I mean, so far... Gotham Knights. <laughs> it's, it's Dying Light 2, I guess. Oh, uh, I, I reckon Weird West has an outlier chance. Oh, yeah. Uh, I think Lego Star Wars, the Skywalker saga, actually looks fucking sick. Oh, Sons of the Forest. There it is. Sorry. Oh, that's what it is. I'm My not bad. clicking past yeah, mate. That was it. Oh. Don't so you that, fucking Battlefield 2042 it. <laughs> or Party Animals. It could be Party, party animals. animals, if it ever comes out. It could be this year. Who knows? could be. It's Nobody launching knows. with uh, Intel graphics cards exclusively. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. All right, there you go. That's the show. Thanks, everyone, listening. We'll catch you all next week. Peace Here's out. to 600 more. Love you. Bye. Fuck. Bye. Bye.